22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Ah, yes. Just when you thought you got rid of us, we're back. Like Jehovah's Witnesses. Or the crabs. <laughs> Damn, you take my joke there. <laughs> Welcome to another geek bonding, nerdalicious episode of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 59. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and as always, I'm here with the Greek god of geek gab, MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Good news, everyone. I've taught the toaster to feel love. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Fonzer. <laughs> and also on the other side is the man from Tankland with the plan, RT Square, Ralph the Tech. A common mistake that people make when trying to design something completely foolproof is to underestimate the ingenuity of complete fools. <laughs> Who was that? You should know that one. Uh, no. Douglas Adams. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Guy. That's right. I should have remembered that. I love that book. I love um, that series. I, I would have never got it. <laughs> And join it wasn't for you. I obviously it wasn't. <laughs> and join make it for you. <laughs> Is that your black doom? No, that's uh, Doctor Frankenfurter from. Uh, oh, okay. I can't confuse the doctors. Okay, sorry about that. Um, and joining us today is the first female voice ever to be on the show. That's her title, Miss Cap herself. Say hello to the beautiful, the lovely Miss Gigi. Hello, Governor. Oh my God! Wait, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Lovely. <laughs> Wasn't she the only female voice on the? Right now, she's the only one. Yeah. Mike's, Mike's voice doesn't. I count. mean, I could have actually done. <laughs> I could have actually done the intro live for you, but I was thinking about maybe should I do you know part of the lip sync battle? But I was like, yeah, no, they're not ready yet. Oh my god, uh, what, what's, what's gonna happen when we bring another female to the show? Beats the shit out of me. Oh, I thought she's gonna go all Puerto Rican. I'm gonna cut that bitch. She said beats the shit out of her. I was like, no, I'm just gonna, I'm beat not the shit gonna out cut out her because she's not gonna be as good. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, there's a challenge out there. <laughs> the gauntlet has been dropped. Yeah, so if anybody wants to be on the show that has estrogen in their body and not estrogen on their face, please give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> so for today's show, it is all about TV. We're going to talk about shows that pretty much prove that a lot of our lives aren't worth anything because we watch all these shows. So this is an all transvestite show? No, nah, not quite. <laughs> not, 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 oh, what not, TVs are we talking about? <laughs> How about televisions? <laughs> oh, well, there we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I would have never got that. I was like, what? Oh, TVs. I got you. Well, actually, we'll be talking about <laughs> Ralph is dying over there. <laughs> I, I guess he knows a transvestite who would love that joke. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be talking about a bunch of TV shows today. We're going to be talking about Gotham, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Supernatural, Once Upon a Time. Shh, don't spoil them all. Well, I mean, you know, and obviously, you know, Flash and Arrow. Well, I guess you just didn't spoil them all. Yeah, well, I'm taking, I'm taking Ralph's job. He, you told me before the show to do your job, right? Yeah, but I didn't say you could do it really well. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll do a bad accent and then I'll be you, right? Oh, no, that's just you by itself. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Now that we're in a snappy mood and we're nice and warmed up, let's kick off the show with some MFG talking about the latest news in the geek world. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, you know, Mike talking all the time. Let's go to the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. Me talking is what everyone loves about this show. Oh, my God. <laughs> In what universe? <laughs> All of them, except for the ones that Marvel is canceling. <laughs> Are you, is, that, is that a transition? Uh, no. Oh, shoot. I was like, wow, that's pretty good, Mike. It would have been good. 
Uh, right now, we need to start off with a public service announcement. Uh, it's time for fans to start summoning up Satan. Why? Because Constantine is 100% canceled. What? I am so pissed off oh, about come that. come on. Yeah, so that, that's the short version of everything that's going on around there. Wow. Um, well, I mean, I didn't. I really thought, had hope for Constantine. I really thought that they were going to pull it out. I pulled it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really kind of hope, but I, I knew it wouldn't. The moment they were just like, well, it's not on the chopping block. I'm like, it's on the chopping block. You know, I'm not how, happy. How dare they? And then the worst part is it ended with like nothing but a bunch of questions. Yep. Oh, it, it left it ended unresolved. Oh, it's very, because, you know, they didn't know what was going on, but it wasn't like they figured it was only a 13, you know, issue, I mean, or 13 episode season. They just kind of ended it and you're like, oh, it'll be back. I'll, I'll tell them if they want to end it, compromise, make a TV movie, and wrap everything up real nice. That would be good, unless unless um, we'll have either Hulu or Netflix maybe pick it up. A Sci-Fi Channel, what are they waiting on? Yeah, right. Sci-Fi Channel, really? They, you you want to turn from like whatever it is to worse? They could let it go. I mean, they could let it go the way it's been going. I mean, they had some good stuff. I mean, Being Human was really good. Yes, that it was, was really good on Sci-Fi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I heard it was good. Yeah, I mean, they've had some good shows. I mean, but like you know, Lost Girls going off. So this is the final season, and it should be. Like, I don't. But just on a quick aside, like Kenzie being gone, the show is ruined without her. Well, she came back, but only in the very beginning. No, she came back. Mm-mm. Yeah. The latest one, she's gone. She came back. They stopped her, and then she ended up sacrificing herself and going to hell anyhow. Oh no no no! You haven't. Okay, I'm ahead of you. Oh, then she must. Okay, then it must literally have just happened. Yeah, but see, <laughs> but see, when you guys talk about you know um, the sci-fi actually has a couple of shows that are good, that just doesn't sit well with me. It's like talking about the Mexican restaurant saying all the food sucks. But the chips are good. Yeah, but I mean, come on, let's look at TV. Is there any channel you you just go every episode? You know, every TV show is good. No, right now CW is doing better than Sci-Fi. Really? With two shows on their own. Really? So you watch, you know, Rain, Vampire Diary, Rain is still there. Yeah. It's still there. It's yeah. not on the Jane Diversion. You, you watch Jane Diversion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Everyone, he's like, no, I don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming them. <laughs> not you Jane Diversion with so and so and so and so. So in other words, you watch two shows. Shit, <laughs> and, and, and as we'll see when we review um, the other shows, that I only watch two shows. So. Ah, yeah, that's what, what else you got? The MFG. All right, on uplifting news. I was about to say, Agents of Shield and Agent Carter have been renewed. Also, there have been talks about a spinoff series starting uh, Agent Palicki and Nick Blood, who are from the Agents of Shield uh, show. But that Quinjet was blown out of the sky, so nothing yep. there. But it's good that Agent Shield and Agent Carter are back. All right, now. Um, I know they said that Agent Carter um, explained a lot of stuff with Scarlet Witch. And, you know, what we talked about in the last podcast. Uh, Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. They, they, they explained a lot of things from it, the Avengers. Not and, a lot. No, no. I mean, it just. But it enough. Just, well, it just added something to her that we didn't realize would have been about her. But it's not like it was to explain Black Widow. It just happened to explain this woman that went through the same program that Black Widow went through. Right. And you didn't realize that until Black Widow mentions it. Yeah. The yeah. Red Room, right? Right. But then what's also interesting, though, is that. I mean, granted, it's not unbelievable that a spy organization or, you know, that a country that's hosting a spy organization hasn't been doing it, you know, all along. Right. But when you realize Peggy Carter is set back in World War II and Black Widow is only in her 20s. 20s, 30s. I mean, for the movie, I'm sure she's supposed to be in her late 20s, I'm assuming. You know? <laughs> Let's just, even if she says she was 30. She's that's still, still hot. Right, but that still would make it 1985. Far, far, far off, yeah. That would put it in 1985. My, my thing is that because in the comic books, Black Widow has an experimental version of the secret um, soldiers, uh, the super service soldier formula, anyhow. Right. So it didn't enhance her strength, but it's given her a lot more youth. It's maintained her youth. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing that Nick Fury uses. Right. You know. 
Um, yeah, the, the the white Nick Fury. Not, okay. not black don't crack Nick Fury. I was about to say he doesn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> black don't crack, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, so it's interesting. Like, if they'll ever come up with that, well, like you know, did the program end when? And are you older than you seem? That would be an interesting twist. Yeah, that would be an interesting twist. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but you know, Disney and, and Marvel are not very happy with um, Black Widow, or at least the way they treat her. It seems that way. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, like like I mean, not putting her on. Um, T-shirts and all that the stuff. Action figure. Oh my god! Her motorcycle scene from the movie that is now Captain America on the motorcycle. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, wow. <laughs> what, what do you think as a as a as a woman? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, well, this is the TV episode. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I, I, Let's look for that Adam's but, apple. But how do you feel about that? The fact that Scarlet, I'm not Scarlet, Black Widow is doesn't get the same treatment as a hero as Iron Man. Not and even Captain from America. Cap. Not, <laughs> the Scarlet Witch, Black Widow. <laughs> I always get those two. I would say they the two, the wrong one. So how do don't you, confuse me. So so Black Widow basically is not getting the same treatment as Iron Man and Captain America, where they get T-shirts and they get they get toys and all it that sucks. stuff. It sucks. It really does. Um, although she doesn't really have any superpowers or anything like that, but like either way. <laughs> but I think like Hawkeye. Know, I mean, Hawkeye gets Hawkeye. a lot of play as well. I mean, he has his action figures and da 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 da. But you know. Okay, no, no, just make sure you're good. Okay. Oh, uh, but um, I was yeah, I, I was wondering about that because I know some people don't care, bless you, but I know some people are really, like I know some women that are really upset about the fact that these female characters who are in movies are not getting a big push. Uh, I'm angry about it. Yeah, like I I feel as though some type of merchandise should be out, and not just because they're in a whole group and everything like that, but even solo. Iron Man has his own solo T-shirts. Hulk, Thor. Uh, you know, but you don't really see Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, even though she's not part of it. Um, or even like when they have like, and when Wonder Woman's gonna come out, I bet you ten to one they're really not gonna have these things out. Or, or at least they'll wait till the movie comes out before they do a real big push. But yeah, even with the, the movie, I mean, I, I doubt it. But going back to the point, I think I mean that's great for Agents of Shield and 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 um Peggy Carter and her series, but. I haven't watched any of it, so I'm just kind of like lost. <sighs> Listen, I just, there's this thing called the summer coming up. Look, it's called a crying baby, okay? <laughs> Listen, you put the baby in front of the TV, yeah, she'll thank you for it. Wow. Now, granted, she will cry during the first half of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one. Yeah. <laughs> but we all did. <laughs> I, was, I did, too. I didn't even get past it. <laughs> That's my problem. I would like to get some sleep, though. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got there, Mike? All right. In other news, screw science. I have absolute proof. That there is a God. Yeah, oh, you're boy. looking at him right here. Well, besides that, American Idol has finally been canceled after 15 seasons. Wait, wait. Yes! Oh, how, how did this get to the quick news? Wait, hold on. Did, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The show that brought us stars like Kelly Clarkson and... And, 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 and that's the only one you can name. <laughs> Ruben started and... You'll name the first three seasons and then you're done. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's been on for 15. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Yeah. It's time to go. It, it was time it to, go. to go. It was time to go 15 years ago as far as I'm concerned. I'm but. just wondering, how's it, how did it get to the quick news? Because now I'm wondering, is it because Mike's thinking, you know what, with this slot available, we can add another geek show. <laughs> I'm hoping so. We could bring back Fringe. Well, now that it's gone, I'm just figuring, like, I, I guess, you know, J-Lo will have to find someone else to pay her $25 million to sit on her big fat ass and dole out scripted comments. Wow. I guess we won't be having her on the show either. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well I started writing I stopped writing that list that list is already done <laughs> I mean shit I need to save my hand for something carpal tunnels motherfucker <laughs> 
I was just happy to hear that. Sorry, all you idol lovers out there. I'm not one of them. So when Mike hates, it's okay. But when I hate, it's a problem. <laughs> According to everyone else, I hate all the time. Even though I never do. You, you, oh, my God. I've never hated anything <laughs> oh my that God. didn't deserve it. Do you hear this? He hates so much that he doesn't even realize it. <laughs> that he's hating. The only way Mike can smile is when you take his frown and you turn him upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to me. <laughs> All right. Evidently, the Walking Dead are also getting stoned, going crazy, and drunk driving. It, oh. In what appears to be an unexpected spinoff to AMC's Walking Dead series, 46-year-old Seth Gilliam, a.k.a. Father Gabriel Stokes, was arrested for a DUI with a .108 blood alcohol content and what? possession of marijuana. Oh. Earlier, Chad L. Coleman, a.k.a. Tyrese Williams, had a video-recorded meltdown on an oh, NYC subway, right. yelling and ranting on passengers seemingly because someone failed to immediately recognize him. And he was sober at the time, by the oh way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in 2012, 70-year-old Scott Wilson, a.k.a. Herschel Green, was arrested for a DUI with a .143 blood alcohol content oh and speeding. God. He was doing over 70 miles per hour. Wow. Uh, Wilson attempted to prove his sobriety by performing yoga poses for the cops, but <laughs> failed because he described the road as slanted. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I, I I can never do that. You know, crouching dog pose when the room is slanted. Yeah, exactly. You know, what the hell's that. going on? Well, well, you know, it's funny. All notice what all happened. All, well, not all three of the actors. Two of those three actors are gone. Yeah. So maybe Father Gabriel will be gone. And thank God, I, 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 he's annoying as a character. Well, his character is, I mean, again, I, I don't know what it's like in the comics. Maybe he's alive, fine. Maybe he's a little bit different. But to me, the way they're writing this character, which is fine, is that he's set up for having for a little bit. And when he dies, you'll be like, okay, glad he's gone. But at least, you know, we get fodder of people to kill. Okay, yeah, right. like that's at least the way I look at it. Or, or, or maybe the, either there's something bigger, or I feel like that they're, they're, they're trying to change him and it's just not working how they wrote it because people are like, oh yeah, Father Gabriel, I'm like, it's a big fucking deal. He's not yeah. that important. Father yeah. Gabriel was just trying to get stoned like Jesus. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> wow. Guess why, why you think people at the Last Supper were getting wasted on his blood? Because he was so wasted himself. Yeah, but he didn't have to drive anywhere. No, but look at all that food that they had on the table. Right? They had the munchies. Ridiculous. And now we apologize to all the criminal. No, we ain't apologize to criminal Christians. Oh, they have a good sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. All right. (laughs) What's What's worse than watching a sequel to 2014's abysmal Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film? Oh, boy. How about watching a bunch of NBA stars mug for the camera? What? The Knicks, Carmelo Anthony, as well as Clippers, J.J. Riddick, Austin Rivers, Matt Barnes, Spencer Halls, and DeAndre Jordan will have cameos in the sequel that is so far titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Half Shell. Set the theaters June 3rd, 2016. Well, it's funny because that, that movie, I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. And then, like, oh, Stephen Amell is playing Casey Jones. I was like, maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll see it, but I just feel bad for him <laughs> already. Well, well, already people are like hoping that, you know, Stephen Amell is going to do that whole ab pull-up thing that he does an arrow. <laughs> I, I know a couple of friends, shout out to Dana, <laughs> that, that, who, who are like... We're called like, the salmon climb. <laughs> you know, I do that workout all the time. I yeah. don't want. I don't want to see how what, you, what, how you turn, what turn on arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Call the pancake flop. No, no, the album with the bars. With the, the salmon climb. I do it all, all the time in my dream. Oh, yeah, okay, in your dream. <laughs> no wonder you wake up sweating. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a rough workout. Best workout you ever had. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, here's something to be filed under. Duh. Kevin Feige has renewed his contract with Marvel Studios. Like, that wasn't going to happen. Right. They would have shot him if he tried to leave. <laughs> like <laughs> and, Scientology. <laughs> and being the gift giver that he is, Fahey passed along something to the fans during an interview with Reddit. The article says, quote, 
there is no dark turn in the MCU. He says every fan, uh, every year fans come up to him and ask him if this is uh, when the movie is going to uh, take a dark or dark turn. Uh, he said that while trailers may seem ominous or have a sense of impending doom, the movies do not have that feel and will not. He said he uh, hoped that people would catch on by now. Uh, there will be no giant dark turns in MCU, uh, MCU when it then continues to head in that direction. The humor is in the DNA of the movies. There are no plans to change that. Hmm. I like that. Uh, he also added something else, though. What? Quicksilver is dead. 100%. He's not coming back anytime soon. There are no plans. No LMD. No escaping. No bullets. No retcon. Kevin, uh, Kevin then said that uh, he is dead and wanted to make sure people understood that. Wow. Um, I I, I kind of had a feeling because once they, they, they said they filmed uh, uh, footage of Quicksilver being alive, mm-hmm. but I figured I, they're probably not going to have that on a DVD because they wanted people to know, like, no. Let's not confuse it. Right, he's dead. Even though, even though this is, this is a, a scene we didn't add, I don't want people to be confused. But I like what he said about for for these movies that the DNA is to kind of you know have a sense of triumph and a sense of like you know heroism, which right. DC has yet to learn from. Yeah, there's that argument. It's really funny. The more I keep hearing people trying to argue that you know DC is more real, or I'm like their argument just I just it just loses it for me. I'm like I'm not going to see a comic book movie for realism. Yeah, you know, like that, cause there was an argument actually. There's a, a one of the pages that I subscribed to on Facebook, uh, and uh, one of the questions that was plotted out to the members was just like, you know, talking about the two films, and um, it was a response to an article saying that like, you know, Superman is getting it better, the Man of Steel versus Avengers, which is you know, well, you know, people don't die that much, and right. you know, it's unbelievable, and I'm like. You just want to see a movie about a man with a red cape and red tights flying around, and you're looking for believability <laughs> and people taking them seriously. <laughs> yeah, you know, like there's a little problem here. So, but anyhow, so there's that. Yeah. All right. Someone gets her final revenge, and a hobbit joins the war. Now, fresh oh, from the finale boy. of her hit TV series Revenge, Emily Van Camp returns to her official MCU job as Shield agent Sharon Carter, aka Agent. Agent Thirteen. Yes, I was just checking. There you go. I'm, and, I'm awake. What about you, Ralph? <laughs> There you yeah. go. <laughs> and former One Ring to Rule Them All addict Martin Freeman also joins the cast, uh, but as a still unidentified character, though there is speculation that has him portraying American Regent of Wakanda, Everett K. Ross. That's no relationship to the general. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. But um, speaking of Wakanda real quick, um, why did I totally miss Ulysses Claw in the Avengers? I don't know. I mean, he's, he was I, in it for but, like but, five but, minutes. No, because you know, I, I guess because as a kid, I didn't pay attention to him as a villain. I just right. knew him as the claw and right. he had that lame power. Like, you right. transfer sound. Da, 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 da. Wait, but I mentioned it during the podcast. No, no you did, but when I'm like, when you said it, I, I stood oh. quiet and I was like, he was there? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, the guy with the chopped off hand. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, also, when they when they brought up his file, I mean, they don't spell, yeah. oh, it, they don't spell it K-L-A-W like his name in the comic. They spell it K L. A U E claw, right? You know. Well, it was just one of those things where I was like, "They're like, yeah, you know, you know, he's claw." And I'm like, "Oh, that's right." So yeah, you know, he'll be back. I'm I'm just glad that Mar- Marvel just such, just does such a great job about just tying their universe together. Yeah, you know, the live action, you know, TV and movie, they just do a really good job. Yeah, no, most definitely there. Yeah. All right. So who's black and cool? Me. Who's black <laughs> and almost as cool? Idris Elba. Why? Because. Elba recently broke an 88-year-old British land speed record, and he did it driving a Bentley Continental GT Speed. What? Known as the Flying Mile, the record was originally set in 1927 by Sir Malcolm Campbell in his Bluebird. Sir Malcolm, um, sir, yeah, Sir Campbell reached 174.8 miles per hour driving along the Pendine Sands Beach uh, on the south coast of Wales, but Elba hit 180 spot 361 mile per hour. Wow. So he's a star and a record holder now. 
Interesting. Interesting. And, and he's so cool. And they still won't give him a leading role in a, in a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> or a DC movie. Yeah, what, what is it that he wants? Oh, he's trying to be a villain in some movie. What movie is, is he, is he I, Oh, man, I, I just heard about it, too. It's one of the big ones, too. I don't know if it's... It's not Marvel. Is but it, it can be Marvel because he's still on contract to be um the gatekeeper from Thor. Right. But it's what... Heimdall. Heimdall. That's what I said. Yeah, something like that. Heimdall. Yeah. And what's Thor's hammer's name? Mjolnir. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Cap, what's the name of that hammer? I, you know, I can't say <laughs> it. Meow, meow. <laughs> meow, meow. Every time I say it, I'm like, Mjolnir. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Mjolnir. Spell it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Some weird letter. Another weird letter. It's a J. Oh, it's M tank 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 L. That's all you need to know. I got a tank, motherfucker. I don't need a spell. And welcome to another episode of Ralph Explains It All. <laughs> I, I really wish I could. It, it's not Star Wars. It's what franchise? Is this some franchise? It's not Bond. No, no, it's not Bond. I just can't remember the franchise that he he's, he wants to play a villain in. And I wish I could remember it, though. Well, I mean, now, now is it a villain that's already established? Do you, I mean, well, I don't remember. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, I, I won't we'll, remember. We'll figure it out probably during break. Exactly. All right. All right. In the old news category, CBS has finally ordered the Supergirl series. In more recent news, what the hell was up with that three-hour trailer? Oh, my oh God. My God. Oh, my it God. It was the worst. That, that, that preview was so long, I thought Peter Jackson it's, directed it. <laughs> all, right, all right. If you look closely, it says... Supergirl first look. It's not a trailer. No, but even the first look, it's that was like first look. First I, look is our our long because they're supposed to show you a preview of the show. I've had shorter. I felt like I've had I saw shorter, the whole show. I had shorter first dates. Funny story. That's pretty much the whole pilot episode. Yeah, get up. <laughs> I mean that thing. I mean, but also it wasn't that good. I was so bored. I thought Kevin Costner was in it. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did, did you catch um, the little bits of like of what shit? <laughs> stupidity easter eggs like the little easter eggs um of who when uh when uh they don't show superman but no. they, sh- they show him taking her out of the right the ship. you see like the, the the shadowy look and then the, the the people that he leaves her with is the danvers family mm-hmm. and uh the person who's playing the father is dean kane right which is superman and then the one who played the mother was the woman who played supergirl oh um Really? They put those two? Because she is way older than Dean Kane. I, I didn't so. realize that. Man, he's Because um, that's, uh, what's her name? I'm trying to think of the woman's name now. Who played Supergirl in the movie? Yeah. I just can't remember her name. Oh, my God. Because she played the mother to um, Tom Welling in, in Smallville. Smallville. She played uh, that his mother. She played then. Martha Kent. No, 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 no. She played the mother, the actual mother, like Jarrell's oh, wife. Oh, all right. Whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, I can't think of her name either. <laughs> but she played Jarrell's wife um, in Smallville, so it's interesting they went that way. Yeah, but but, but the Supergirl um, f- first look, whatever you want to call it, it was, like, it, it was very long. And yeah, I understand. It was it was a first look. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? And then also the her, her friend that helps her come up with the costume, uh-huh. they hint that he could become the Toy Man. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that excited me to no end. Yeah, but Supergirl <laughs> doesn't really have villains anyways. You got to start somewhere. No, she doesn't really. I mean, they're, they're going to throw off like all the lame Superman villains that are out there. Uh, you know, no, the, the way that they're going with is uh, when uh, when when her ship came through, because mm-hmm. the way that they're saying the reason why she took so long is that her ship was pulled into the Phantom Zone. Okay. And then somehow her ship broke through and came out. 24 years later. Okay. After Superman's already been established right. and everything. Well, they've always had some story like that. Yeah. Like, you know, saying that this is a delay, even though she's older. Yeah. Right. So then when uh, when her ship came through, it pulled the prison that was there, Fort Ross is what they're calling it. Okay. And the prison fell to Earth. So now you have all these aliens that are there plotting. I'm assuming they're not going to be Kryptonians, though, because that would some, just be some are Kryptonians. a ton of super people. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting concept, but it's still one of those. I'm like, I'll see how they do it. You want a big spoiler? Okay, here's a big spoiler. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> and since the show is not out and none of the people out here have seen it, this the spilled thing online. I don't know if anybody wants that big of a spoiler. Yeah, Ralph the pirate. Uh, all right. <laughs> Arr. Arr. Something tells me you got a sneak sneak peek. Yeah, he's quiet. That means he did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I mean, just like I said, the 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 tra- uh, the, the, the first look or trailer. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Thank you. I was trying to think of the Supergirl from the movie. It just it, like I said, it just kind of sat there. It was it. I'm hoping it was just edited badly because it was just so much of a a like a chick flick TV series that it just was like, well, I get that you're, that she is a, a woman and she's super, a superhero, but it just, it just seemed like it was pandering to the female side and not just putting it there, but like literally pandering. Like, it, it was like super, no, it yeah. was like Supergirl, the Gilmore girls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just, I had written down in my thing. I'm like, it was the worst, it was the worst, but coolest episode of um, Gilmore girls ever. You know, <laughs> don't, don't forget uh, black Jimmy. Yeah, well, Black Jimmy, and also it's weird because the white guy seems like the original Jimmy. Yeah, the one yeah. that's his, our friend. I also like. I also thought it was funny. It was just like Superman can fly really fast, but yet he just sent Black Jimmy with a gift for Carrie. Like, well, oh, by the way, Superman sent me with this. Why didn't he just come himself? Well, he's busy. Bullshit. He moves really fast. <laughs> you know, because the whole thing is that apparently Superman wants her to start fighting crime, but he right. wants it to be her decision. But but see that that was nothing too that bothered me with the trailer. Um, is that when when the thing about the plane. Well, you know, I I hope I can fly, well, and well, I'm like saying this. Okay, but okay, she's been on Earth. She didn't just get here yesterday. She's watched her cousin doing the thing. I don't care what anyone says and tries to describe this. If you're not going to fight crime, that's fine. She decided she didn't want to do that. You would have tried to see what you could do, nonetheless. And flying would be big on everyone's list. The way they explain it is that she she has flown before. Is that she just stopped using her powers? That's what it was. So she she's wanted to have a normal existence. Right. So then that makes the first look even worse <laughs> of Gee, an you, idea. You, you know? gasped when he said that. What happened? Um, I I just feel as though it's like if your cousin has, um, laser eyes, can fly, invulnerable, <laughs> exactly. I mean all the stuff. If he has all the kit and caboodle. What makes you think that you don't? You both came from the right. same planet. She does. But she wouldn't even try. Right, but you can remember, Ralph. Yeah. We're going on the first look, not on you seeing the thing. So she, like you said, she knows she has these powers. Her okay. If, if Our I stupidity about like, way. I wonder if I can if do I, that. If I just say to myself, I haven't you know done something in a while. We're not talking about like your bedroom, whatever. I haven't used my powers. You're still absorbing solar energy. Yeah. You know where his powers come from. So you don't go. I hope I can fly, or even better. I hope I'm bulletproof. Well, then, then actually, you just made the first look worse by telling us that because then now she just sounds like a complete fool. I hope I'm bulletproof. Well, you already knew you were bulletproof. You guys, <laughs> you gotta watch the first episode. It's not. Well, that's, sure. that's why we're going off of this. But this still sucks. As, as this is supposed to draw us in. And it's <laughs> drawing us away. Yeah. All right, we have to shut on other stuff. Let's let's keep it moving. We All right, now how about another new show with a trailer? Uh-oh. DC's Legends of Tomorrow's oh, rocked the internet with its yeah. much shorter yeah. first look. Yes. Uh, what are we thinking about Katie Lotz's resurrection from the Lazarus Pit as White Canary? I, I'm excited. Well, well, we, yeah. well, you, well, you and I had called it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah. not in Legends of Tomorrow. We right. just said it in an Arrow show yeah. is going to happen. And I are we, if, if uh, Laurel's going to cross over and be like, Oh my God, you're still alive! Oh shit! Well, I'm sure they'll meet up because they're not in a different time period, so it would be interesting. It, it, they probably will. Well, you know. it's because well, no, because if in the trailer they say they're going to be traveling through time, so you know. I mean, it's possible they never have to meet, but that would be kind of weird. Yeah. You know. Uh, and are we looking forward to the first on-screen appearance for villain Vandal Savage? Yes. Have they chosen who's going to play? No. 
I'm telling you, Matt Bomber would be great for that. He would look the part. I mean, I can see him doing it. it just, I, I'm just curious to see how they're going to portray him. Because um, for the hoes at home that are not up on their Vandal Savage history, uh, Vandal Savage first appeared in Green Lantern number 10, December of 1944, and that was created by Alfred Bester and Martin Nodell. Um, the way the story goes is uh, in 50,000 BC, a caveman of the Wolf Clan named Vander Aj, which you have to love that he has a first and last name back in caveman <laughs> time, um, was irradiated by a mysterious meteor- meteorite that gave him immortality and genius-level intellect. Now, that same meteorite provided Savage's bear clan nemesis, Klarn, his power to resurrect as a new persona every time he is killed, a.k.a. he's the immortal man. So that's where that guy comes oh, okay, from. Gotcha. So it'll be interesting to see how they, they deal with that. All righty. Rumor mill. The new Spider-Man can do whatever a spider can when he's not fighting the evils of acne. Now, supposedly in talks with Marvel, 18-year-old Asa Butterfield might be the new car smell in the 2017 Spider-Man vehicle. That's what I heard. Classy filmgoers will know Butterfield from 2008's Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Disappointed sci-fi fans will remember him from 2013's Ender's Game. Uh, now that oh, a viable, yeah. Okay. Now that a viable player has been announced, let the internet internet hating begin. Now, did, was there any other room? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, um, were there any? Other news about Spider-Man-ish news? I mean, I hadn't heard Somebody anything. Somebody threw out, and and this is probably just rumor, rumor, like big rumor, like not even substantiated, um, that Matthew McConaughey was considered oh, to, for the for, to, Norman for Norman Osborn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm like whatever. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I mean, again, uh, I'm right, fine, right, but it's like, right, but right, you have such Spider-Man. a big name, and I'm like, I don't need a big. Na- no one needs any big name to be in this film to go see a Spider-Man movie. Right. So, first of all, why spend the money? Second of all, I don't want this to become the Matthew McConaughey, you know, Norman Osborn story. You know, they, they went to him and say, hey, Matthew, uh, do you want to be Norman Osborn? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, that's what gets me, though. I, I love the fact that years ago, I mean, we're talking several years now, but years ago, you couldn't pay a big list person to play a superhero. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be pigeonholed. I don't want this. I don't want. Now they can't wait to get our money. It's so funny because <laughs> yeah. um, one thing that one thing they talked about was, or at least one of the podcasts they were talking about was back in the day with the Wizard, the Wizard magazine. It was a comic magazine that people would read and it'll give you like you know um, previews and current events right. about what's Wizard going on. Wizard still exists, right? No, it's, oh, it it's been gone for about wow. years now. Oh my god, I didn't even know that until they, um, I was talking with, with Troy. Shout out to Troy. We were talking about that. Goes, yeah, Wizard's been dead for years. Oh, I didn't. But realize. Wizard Jeez. used to do this thing. We used to do a, a dream casting, right? Because because they would say no one would ever want to do comic book movies because of what you're talking about. Right. Now everybody wants to buck, fucking be a hero. Yeah, everybody. Matthew McConaughey. That's why his name yeah. was thrown in there because he was saying, yeah, you know, I'll totally be down with, the, with yeah. the MCU. My phone is always ringing off the hook for offers to play. You should probably unplug your phone. You, you know, superheroes and villains and all that kind of stuff. They asked me to play the super genius that saves everyone a few times, and I'm like, you know what? I'm doing me right now. I don't yeah. even have time to be a. You know, Are you sure this star. wasn't in the same dream with the salmon claw? It might have been. I was just double checking. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, here I'm going to do Ralph's job. This is a spoiler. Yeah. Female Thor is Jane Foster. Aww. Fuck you. Yep. All right. <laughs> in the recent Thor number eight, fans get the kick. Uh, they get a kick to the nuts and ovaries that reveals that the bubonic Thor is Donald Blake's lady love. The fact that Jane is dying from a cancer that gets worse whenever she calls upon the mighty hammer that is supposedly part of what has proven her to be worthy. <sighs> <laughs> you sound you sounded so disappointed. So she's gonna be dead soon, and then Thor. Will well, convenient. Well, well, dude, the, ven- the, the 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 universe is gonna be dead soon. So you know, well, it already is. Well, I mean, the, all the worlds are dead, but, the, but officially. The, I just feel like this is not I, like 
Battle World's not going to last long. They're just trying to pull. They're pulling a chain. If anyone's reading the first two issues, I, I know three is out, did, but the first you, two did issues. Did you read two? Yes. It, it's, it's just a bunch of garbage. Okay, two, thank you. Two, first one was okay. Two was just a bunch of shit on, on 22. Actually, probably more than that. It seemed like it was an oversized issue. Okay. Uh, it was just horrible. I mean, I, I, I get that they're probably going to say, we're setting a stage. You set a pretty boring stage. <laughs> you know? It, it, uh, so, just, so, so I wasn't a, wrong for no, falling asleep on the train while reading it's that. It's such a messed up, convoluted way that they're trying to reinvigorate the fact that there are still seeds of the universe left. It's just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> you it, know? It, it wasn't impressive. I didn't find them to be clever. It wasn't interesting. Not at all. It wasn't interesting. I mean, the, the thing with, with oh, I don't want to give it any way, but the stuff with Doom and, yeah, and the people that are following under him, that was interesting for a couple of yeah. pages, but... It dragged too long. It, it, the whole thing dragged. Yeah. But anyhow. All right. Two more things. All right. In the upcoming Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, uh, you may have heard that there will be a new movie to the franchise. Right. Uh, at least <laughs> one stormtrooper shoots like a girl. Gwendolyn Christie, a.k.a. Game of Thrones' as Brianna of Tarth, will portray Captain Phasma, the eye-catching stormtrooper seen in the trailer wearing the sleek silver uniform. Mm. There, is a, there are breasts under that breastplate. Nice. Uh, Captain Phasma is an officer of the First Order. What is the First Order? The First Order is a military slash political organization modeled on the pr- principles of the Galactic Empire. It is believed that the First Order will tend towards villainy as it is aligned with the Dark Jedi, Kylo Ren. Huh. So there we go. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, it's funny because I'm, I'm hearing that. And I'm like, these are characters. I don't even fucking know. No, not a, well, they're all new. Well, of course they're all new. But, you know, some people so, like I knew of when they had the um, the twins. Right when they when, when they had the twins in Star Wars, and for those of you in Star Wars, you know what I'm talking about. So like, there's some things I knew about, but now like, yeah, you're dealing with a whole bunch of characters now that are brand new. I'm like, oh, man, they sound so nervous. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> well, well a whole not, new world. At well, least I'm like, I don't want to see tired well, old recycled stories. Let's you know? think about this again. Let's go back to 1998 when they re. When they, I wasn't born yet. Yeah, go right. On. Whatever. You were like fucking 40. Um, <laughs> 1998 or 99, they introduced the Star Wars Episode One. Whole bunch of different characters besides Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. and Anakin Skywalker, and how did that work out? No, no, no. That had nothing to do with the new characters. That had to do with George Lucas being left alone to you, pen them. You mean Jar Jar Binks? He would have worked. He, he would have no, worked on the J.J. No, Abrams. No, I'm just. <laughs> well, he could have been a different personality. I'm just. I'm just saying that like that. Mason nothing, don't think so. He could have just been like, "Yo, what's up?" <laughs> like, who knows how they would have so, written up? You know, <laughs> gangster fucking Jar Jar Binks suddenly. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, who knows what would have happened under a different writer? But I mean, that's. Like I said, the idea of different characters shouldn't be scary. That was just shitty-ass writing. Yeah. And, and considering, though, don't forget, we still had Anakin Skywalker. We still had... Um, no, no, all we that, had was right, we had Yoda. We, we had, still had Yoda, Anakin Skywalker, who is Darth Vader. But think about uh, it. We you still had, had Obi-Wan yeah, Kenobi. But think about it. You had, you had all these other new characters. You had Mace Windu. You had um, Qui-Gon. Right. Qui-Gon, whatever his last name is. Um, Jin. Qui-Gon Jin. You had Padme. These right. are all these characters that, you know, that are technically exist, but they're newer. And you, you're watching and you want to be interested... And then you're not. So I'm afraid with this. I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping. And well, that's what I'm saying. It's the writing, though. I mean, you know, again, I don't know if this will be written any better, but it's not the idea of new characters. Let's just put it this way. Um, as the movies progressed and we still had Anakin Skywalker and um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, were right. they written well? Nope. <laughs> and those are old characters. That's, what I'm, that's my point. It's just yeah. that this is the writing and it just sucks so badly. In this. But yeah. fingers crossed, people. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. All right. Last thing to say. Last piece. Fuck you, DC Comics. Now, I say this so much, it should just be a segment of the show. You should have that recorded as a button, Ralph. <laughs> All right. Fuck you, DC Comics. Coming Why? out of the events that took place in DC Comics' free comic book day divergence issue, Lois Lane figured out that Clark Kent is Superman. 
So what does our intrepid girl reporter do? Well, she publishes it in the Daily Planet article. Meanwhile, uh, Superman has what? been... Yeah, she does. She, she actually... She, she, she shouts him out flat out. She exposes him completely. Wow. So the, the world now knows that Clark Kent is Superman. Oh, what a cunt. Oh, we're, we're not done. That was the mild part. Oh my God. Meanwhile, Superman has been losing his powers rapidly since using his new solar flare ability. What does all this mean? Okay, coming in June, Action Comics number 41... In a story arc, now remember, this is only an arc, and that's what already annoys me right there. In a story arc titled The Truth, Superman will be virtually without power, without a secret identity, and due to some unknown something or other, without costume. Wait, what happened to the costume? Well, Superman visits the Fortress of Solitude to test to run tests on himself, because he's losing all of his powers, using the Kryptonian machines at his sanctuary. Right. But the Fortress doesn't recognize him as Kryptonian anymore, so it won't let him enter, and then it reabsorbs his uniform through the wall like it's made of liquid metal, because it believes the costume is a stolen artifact. Now Superman will live in Metropolis as a quote-unquote man of the people, proving that he can be a hero even without his array of superpowers. The storyline is co-written by artists Aaron Cooter and Greg Pak, and its effects will play through all Superman titles and appearances until its resolution. Oh, and Action Comics number 41 also brings us a brand new LL character, Lee Lambert. Who is she? I don't know. But Greg Pak says to be on the lookout for her. That's what we get. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, oh, but that, by the way, explains now why he's in a t-shirt with the Superman logo and jeans. Gotcha. Doesn't explain, of course, why... All these other superheroes that have incredible costumes couldn't just make him one, but we'll just leave that alone. <laughs> well, at least it explains Superman, just, just, just for now. Yeah. Wow. This is so much shit. <laughs> With all that said, that's all the quick news? That's all the quick news. Uh, we, you know, you, you got to warn us when the quick news is a lot. We got to like change it to it's the news. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, the beep news. Right. <laughs> the not so quick news. Ralph, do you have any quick news? Uh, well, no, I'll let Gigi say Wait, what? It's that a shock thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me get back to it. <laughs> Let me stall for her while she's doing that. Um, yeah. Go stall. Go stall. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime guy. Well, well, it's funny because Gigi was That was at, you? That was me. She, oh. was look, she was also looking at an article saying the guy from Everybody Hates Chris was interested in the role as Miles Morales. He's in it. Tyler he, James Williams. Yeah, he yeah. can keep being interested. Wow. You know what? Wait, wait, about him or about, about Miles Morales? About him. Wow, you don't like him? I mean, Miles Morales, again, should be the same age as Peter Parker. Okay. Actually, he's far younger than Peter Parker in the comic. Yeah, he's he like started 12. out at like 12 or 13. Right. You know? So I don't want an adult being Miles Morales, especially in the same universe. Remember, Marvel's universe is shared. So now I have an adult Miles Morales and a kid Peter Parker. That's not going to work. <laughs> you know? uh, but you know they change it for the movies. Yeah, there'd be no reason, though. Um, do, should we come back to you on that no, one? No, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. Go ahead. Uh, Jaden Smith confirmed as Static Shock by Taylor James Williams. Tyler, Tyler. Tyler, I said Taylor, didn't I? Yes, you did. I, th- I keep doing that. Taylor James Williams. Tyler James Williams. Hold on Tyler, <laughs> Taylor, whatever. So, but, so Static Shock played by Jaden Smith. Yes. Right, let, let me let Mike off the leash. All right, go, Mike, go. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> After all that quick news, he's kind of tired. He tucked, he tucked himself out. I mean, the only good news is that it's not Static Shock played by Willow Smith. <laughs> wow. I wake my hair back and forth. I shake my hair back and forth. <laughs> That'd be Static Hair. Why is the only one that's the most talented is Jada? And she's not even doing the show anymore. <laughs> Which segues us into our first half. Ooh, all look right. at that, a segue. All right, so, I mean, everybody knows that, you know, there's a bunch of great nerd shows that are out on TV now. Now, for some of this stuff, 
I won't be able to input as much some of it because I don't really have time. Like, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Supernatural. Uh-huh. Or I just don't watch the show like Gotham. Because he has no taste. Or I don't want to lose my man card like Once Upon a Time. Which he watches but, all the time. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he does. Secretly, I, thank he you. does. Thank you. I, thank you. The you. wife nice knows. Try. No. Because what he does is that he, you know, he plays on his iPad, on his little gang of wards, whatever. Clan we, we don't want to know what little thing he plays with. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> honey. It's okay. <laughs> you lost that one anyway. Um, but yeah, I put it on and then he's like playing his game and he looks up. He's like, wait, what's going on? Oh, oh, wait. Is uh-huh. that is that Rumple? Okay. Okay. Well, before I, before I come with a retort, hit the spoiler button, please. Warning. This segment may contain spoilers. It will. So leave Ralph alone. I Not couldn't even Ralph. watch that show because anytime you make Ursula black, I'm done. <laughs> but she was purple in the movie. She yeah. must be what black in her life. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's fucked up. That's which racism. is we're gonna get into when we when we cover once upon a time. We're gonna get into wow, her I thought, outfit. And I thought Gigi was gonna fall for that and go right into it. But no, oh, well done, Gigi. Way to hold your composure. So all right. So we're gonna talk about a bunch of different shows in the first half. We're gonna talk about Arrow, Gotham, and Supernatural. So let's start it off with Arrow. What a great great season three. And with the synopsis, oh, yeah. as always, is MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Alrighty. Arrow Season 3, a.k.a. Batman Voice Year 1, uh, finds our athletic archer dark, brooding, and playing with the heartstrings of TV's most beloved techno-nerd, Felicity Smoke. This season's hero roster grew big with appearances by The Atom, Wildcat, Katana, and a lame secondary Black Canary. The action boils over as Rachel Gould nearly kills the Arrow, then forces him to become his heir. And did I mention crossover galore with The Flash? Ooh, I was loving it. <laughs> so there we go. Very awesome. So what do we think of season three, a.k.a. Batman voice year one? <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, no one was here listening to me when I said it the first time. So excuse the delayed laugh oh, there. Hey, I was making sure to take care of the water. So this way we didn't want to talk like this. Yeah, uh, I, I noticed I'm the only one with almost an empty thing of water. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, bro. You were talking. Um, actually, um, honestly, I, first off, I said the whole Batman thing earlier in the season. I'm like, wow, the more, they, the more I watch Arrow, the more it's like it's Batman for without Batman. Seriously. This is my city. I have to save the city. <laughs> but it still isn't Christian. I can still understand him. <laughs> exactly. But it's, but it's, it's just a, it's a, a slightly altered voice and it's not a... Right. I'll say this. From, from, when I, from when we first started this show and I first started watching Arrow to now, the way I feel about the show, 180. 180. Yeah. I, I enjoy it, even though sometimes it can be a little bit too much with his, I gotta save the city. But the, 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 the people they introduced... Whether they're minor characters or they don't exist, right? They they're all relevant. They're all part of the storyline. The the villains, you know, um, whether it's and it's funny. Well, we'll get into that in a second. But I just feel like it's it's come together nicely in this third season. Yeah. Well, the show. The one thing, and even it was even in the first year, the show does a great job of developing its extended cast. So yes. you know, besides the regular players, I mean, anyone that they deem that's you know relevant enough to the story, they usually give you a little bit more something something with them. Right. You know, like they don't just go and here's that person. I mean, unless it's just like a, a in and out one day villain, that's fine. But like uh, even uh, I don't remember the character's name, but uh, that Summer Glau played. Like the fact that they gave her so much backstory and stuff like that, so that when she turned in season two, you were just like, wow. I mean, not that you didn't think she was a good person, but like like that change was just so abrupt. You were like, wow, okay, I had some feeling what she was like, and now to see this, it's even more amazing. You know. Well, I mean, it, it's funny because when I saw the beginning, I mean. The first season I was really like reluctant to watch, and then the second season I remember I watched that whole season on the way to Mexico. 
we, we I had watched like more than half of that season on yeah. the on the way on iPad, and just it was one of those things where it's like, well, one more, one, one more, and it just like you just keep watching it. But I mean, between just all the characters, I really have a fun time with, even Thea. And I'm waiting for Speedy. Uh, what Speedy? Speedy. And we'll get to and we'll get Speedy. to that. How did you feel about the 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 dark? Um, the dark approach to this season. Like, it was very, like, dread and dread. I mean, come on. Oh, it was a very dark season. Canary eats it the first episode. Yeah, I mean, it was a very dark season. I didn't mind it. I just just hope, and I mean, the writers have been said, uh, they said that the next season won't be quite as dark. I I don't want the next season to be as dark. I mean, I don't want light. I don't want jovial, and, and, you know, I don't want... Oliver finding a stand-up comedy routine career, you know, or something like that. I right. just I don't want I, everything rainbows and unicorns. Right, exactly. But I mean, I just you know, this one was a very heavy, dark year. Yeah. And I think there just needs to be a little bit back to the basics, a little bit more of you being much more of a superhero, not just defending yourself. You know. I was gonna ask you guys about that. How do you guys feel about um, 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 oh, what's his name? Oliver Queen's approach to um, thank you, sorry. Um, Oliver Queen's approach to saving a city by faking like he's part of the um the League of Assassins. I thought it was a little over the top. Did you feel it was over yeah, the because top? I mean, you know, but it was comic book over the top, so you kind of left it with too well. I mean, what what do you think is gonna happen when you kidnap your best friend's daughter and hurt his wife? You know, oh no, it was my bad. You he kidnapped, kidnapped the, the wife, wife, and wife left and the left daughter by herself. What do you think is gonna happen? The guy's just gonna be like. Oh, okay. So it was to save the city. All right, we cool, man. We cool. Yeah, it's all right. Exactly. Why, yeah. why, right. why is the black guy got to sound like? Because he's a black guy. It's oh okay. my god! Wow. This is Diggle. <laughs> Holy cow! Diggle's a very educated man. Diggle is not Luke Cage, guys. Calm the fuck down. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, Sweet bad. Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. All right, so, all right, so, so you kidnapped my wife, and you left my daughter by herself. Yeah. How dare you, sir? Well, I, mean, I, I like that. How dare you? But at the same time... Good day, sir. <laughs> but at the same time, the, um, I, I did like the fact that... Because normal comic book world is... Once something like that happens and it's been exposed that this was all the ruse, after all the horrible stuff, everyone always goes, oh, that's okay. Yeah. But I like the fact that Diggle's like, you know, we're okay. But trust, that ain't happening anytime what's, soon. What's interesting is a part of me that... that um, there's still a little kid in me that wants everything to kind of... Of course. Like, like, like tie up in the end. Everybody be okay. But there's the part of me, and now that I have a daughter, I can relate. If my friend was Oliver Queen, and he's cool, friend, he was at my best friend, best man at my wedding, knows my wife, everything, kidnaps my wife, my kid is by themselves in the fucking. Apartment. I know. I mean, in four or five weeks after you finally told us that Gigi was kidnapped, we finally start looking for her. <laughs> oh, I didn't mention that. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, the you going noticed cold. that the room was more quieter. <laughs> the trail went cold. Oh, I should have probably brought it up earlier. <laughs> no, see, no, what happened was they ran out of uh, breast milk in the fridge, and then he's like, <laughs> he's looking for more, and he's like, oh wait, where's Gigi? <laughs> Shit, this formula is not working. <laughs> it was easy to find her though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, the thing, like I said, I mean, you assume that in season four at some point they'll probably make up. But that's what I, I like that idea is that in other words, I don't want. At the end of one episode, to be to like, be we're not good. Tightly, I'm yeah. not tightly wound. Yeah. Um, neat, neatly, kind yeah. of like like put together. I, I mean, even if you said this is four months later, I don't want it in one episode. I want to see the the gradual like breakdown of like you know I'm still mad at him to well you know yeah I'm mad but not as much now and then eventually something happens where it's like all right you know right we're we're cool now we're we're back. Cause, I mean they're such good friends and I like their relationship. I in do the too. Show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right now, Diggle's like, I understand what you did. But fuck you, man. Yeah. Wow. You 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 were okay with the voice at the end. You turned black again, bro. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but now, uh, what do we like though that um that was that was tossed out there is that they're saying that uh you know Diggle needs some kind of secret identity. 
Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that was very so I'm wondering if they will go for something like that's already existing, like, you know, because again, he doesn't have any superpowers, and I don't know if they go out of their way to make a like a, a Ray Palmer. So I'm thinking like maybe Guardian. Spoil- spoilers. Then they talk about, I think you had mentioned it, they're talking about making um, Diggle a power suit. For next um, season. I've, I've heard that. I, I think talking I, about no, it, I, heard I read it. I, yeah. That's what it was. I read it. But I wonder if they would make him Guardian because Guardian has a minor power suit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like has like a shield or something like that. I don't know right. if they go that far for it. But it would just be interesting to see what they're going to do. I mean, that but at the same would, time. That would be cool. I, yeah. could, I could actually see him as Guardian. Yeah. And, it, and I'm sure they'll come up with some very sick ass modern Guardian, uh, Guardians. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But, the, but, but and, and here's me being Mike for a second. Um, I like this idea, but guess what? That's not true blooded to death where everybody's a fucking superhero. Some people are just people. Right. I was just about to say that, um, you know, after a while that you have to stop like that. I mean, granted, we know it's a superhero show, but it has more real world elements. And that's what I was just about to say is that I don't want everybody, you know, to, you know, like suddenly, you know, like, like, like as much as I love her to death, if somebody turned to Felicity and was just like, I'm just going to call you Oracle for no reason. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And she you know, should remain the same. Yeah. Should, you know, no, I mean, not everybody well, has she's to. She's now a billionaire, but she doesn't know it yet. Oh, God. What's up with that? Yeah, well, I was very surprised. But I thought they were going to introduce that later on in the show when, when he said, you know, that she signed off, but she didn't realize it. Right. And I'm like, okay, maybe by the end they'll, they'll mention it. No. No, I mean, yeah. granted. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, I was just about to say. Now, obviously, that's something that'll come up in season four, but. It was because of where they introduced it in the season three. At least that should have been something like she's now left with Oliver. So you're, I mean, we already knew that the relationship with her and Ray is already off anyhow. So if nothing else, he should have just been like, by the way, I know you guys are just going on a vacation, but here's a parting gift. And then he leaves and she reads it and be like, what? You know, and then see them in the car. So, well, you know, something my, like that you know, should Mike, have sometimes, happened. Sometimes you know? I think you should write. Sometimes. Sometimes it's, I think you should write. But <laughs> most likely they're probably going to do that within the first season being yeah. that in the very last episode. You know, yeah. it, there's a huge that. explosion. Yeah. It's just they should have taken care of it in this season. Here's, here's my prediction. So the explosion happens, right? Uh, Oliver and uh, and Felicity are off on their vacation, whatever. Riding into the sunset. They get a call saying that uh, Palmer's, there was an explosion in Palmer's lab. And then after looking at the records, it shows that uh, she's the now the new owner of Palmer yeah. Technologies. I, I guarantee you, you're right. That is probably exactly what will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then... then what I want to see is how they're going to do, because from um, the trailer of Legends of Tomorrow, we already know that is that he discovered... Uh, he can shrink. That well, that's what he was working on, don't forget. Yeah. He yeah. was trying to make the suit smaller. Which, oddly enough, if you had to press a button on the suit to make it smaller, had it worked, how is he going to make it larger again? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was going subatomically small, so Rem- it's like, remote what are you going to press? Well, then why didn't you have a remote control to make it smaller? Because it's better to press the button. Right there. Yeah. Like an elevator? Flaw. Yeah. <laughs> Design flaw. Oh, but uh, but that was just one of those funny things. But um, I'm curious, though, also, if they're going to go along the line of he's dead, quote unquote, meaning that, like, is, is, um, is Rip Hunter, for instance, going to pull him out? Like either he could just be shrunk and, and and that's just fine, or will Rip Hunter pull him out and just be like, well, they just kind of need to think you're dead right now or something like that. Oh, saying that Rip Hunter pulled him out before the explosion happened. Exactly. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh no, All but right. he says, but in the trailer he says, oh no, I wasn't dead. He says, wait, you weren't dead? He's like, no, you were just tiny. Right. Yeah. So, but that's oh. what I'm saying. But I wonder if if they're going to go with the whole like 
you're dead kind of a thing. So now. he goes tiny first and then rip Hunter saves him or something. Or, I mean, it doesn't even matter. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if he's, his character will be considered dead. Well, I mean, that, you know? I mean so yeah. that they can kind of work in secret, you know, ish kind of a thing. All right. That's some curiosity. Um, we're, we're talking about all these good guys. Why don't we talk about the big bad for a second? And um, big bad, I mean, um, Rachel Ghoul and. And Merlin? Yeah. Um, how, how do we feel about their treatment of those two characters? Because last season, we, we had less of Merlin and more of. Um, uh, I was like Deadpool. God forbid, Deathstroke. <laughs> I don't know why I had Deadpool on the mind. I don't know. Was he dating Scarlet Witch? They brought actually Deathstroke back for at least one episode this season. If yeah, I'm exactly. not mistaken, right? Yeah, exactly. They brought him for like um, when, when they, when had they on the went island. back to the island for him. When uh, Fia and Ollie were doing some right. bonding time. Well, he's too busy being Crossbones, anyhow. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so, but um, how do we feel about the treatment of Rachel Ghoul in this version? I mean, we've seen him by um. By Liam Neeson. Now we see my different actor. I don't know. This guy, he didn't seem as intimidating as Rachel should also. be. I yeah. kind of liked him, but I feel like he wasn't menacing enough. He well, seems like the fun uncle that you go to visit every fun week, uncle. You know? The fun uncle that kills? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why we didn't bring the kid over. <laughs> and they were wise. <laughs> uncle Mike, Uncle Mike. <laughs> How'd you feel about Mike? Um, the same thing. I mean, the thing is, I didn't mind him as an actor. I didn't mind his performance. The only time I wasn't happy about him being Rachel Gould, and this had nothing to do with the show because it doesn't apply to the show, is that I just would project forward and I'm going, I don't see you matching wits with Batman. Now, granted, that has nothing to do with this series because, you know, Batman doesn't exist here, but I was just trying to imagine him being the Rachel Gould, and I'm like, you're not matching wits with Batman. But at the same time, what I didn't like, and we already warned you spoilers are coming, um, is that he's dead, or at least dead as, we're, as far as we're concerned. Well, and I'm like, yeah. so you're telling me you killed Rachel Gould? <laughs> Batman has trouble taking this man down and but you Queen can take Rachel him out? Well, you know? because he survived his blade once. I, I, yeah, I, I got suppose. something before I ask Gigi a question. I got something. Imagine going back into time into a time machine, landed in 1990, and you speak to past Mike, and you go, yeah, there's a TV show called Arrow. Oh my God, Mike, really? Yeah, Mike, that's a great show. Really? So what's happened to the show? Well, Oliver Queen kills Rachel Ghoul. Imagine the, what 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 Mike in the past would have thought. I would have the Mike in the past would have said. First of all, Mike in the future, you still look damn good. I mean, I think I think, you, I think in the future you even look younger than me in the past. That would have been the first thing I would have said. Oh um, God, he's even long winded in the past. And then high five him. But then after that, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just watching a show about a man that shoots an arrow. Think about it, just saying that out loud. <laughs> Oliver Queen killed fucking um, Rachel Gould. It just doesn't sound right. Uh, Gee, being that you're, an, uh, I won't say a novice, but you know, you're, you're coming a little bit more new to the DC game um, in regards to villains and heroes and all that stuff. Um, out of the three Arrow villains you've seen, or there's more, but basically between Merlin, Deathstroke, and um, Rachel Gould, how do you think Rachel Gould ranks in comparison to the other villains? Mm. Is he like? Did you feel like it was really good, or you know? Well, let's see. Merlin in the first season, you just hated him. Second season, you can't even rate him. You're like, oh, whatever. Third season, mm, he's on that borderline. Like, okay, yeah, you're a villain, but you're trying to be good, but you're still trying to be bad. Rachel Gould, Rachel Gould, to me, is <sighs> I don't know. He didn't seem very threatening. Like to me, Deathstroke was more threatening. I agree. 
I, I agree. I mean, I, he, he was the best villain out of all three. I mean, to be killed, honest with you, killed Oliver. I think, that, I, and I understand with the League of Assassins, you want Rachel Ghoul to have some kind of like you know presence about him, right? And he's not a savage, but you should feel like I'm scared of this guy. I'm gonna get fucked up, right? When 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 Deathstroke was on, I mean, I remember when Deathstroke showed up at at um, the Queen's house. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. You were like, oh shit, he's there. Right. You and even though you knew he was gonna be there, but but at the same time though, if you really think about it, think about all the comic book versions we ever watched. Rachel Ghoul isn't that threatening. He himself is never that threatening. He's just because I me mean, thinking he's a thinner, older-looking gentleman that is crazy as hell and has his plan. But you know, you don't walk in a room and you're, it's not like let's put it this way: if Rachel Ghoul walks in a room, I you know obviously I know who he is. I'm not going to slap him in the face. But if he walked in the room and I turned to walk out of the other room and I saw the Joker walking in the other room. I'm going to go over and hang with Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I agree. And I agree. But because gonna, he has the Lazarus pit, so God forbid anything should happen, you'd be like, oh, I'm just going to We're cool, right? We're cool. I can go for a swim anytime? Yeah, we're cool. I like you. I like, I like, the, I like those whites on the side of your head, too. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because I'm like, Rachel Ghoul, okay, yeah, he's not supposed to be menacing, but my thing is... He, he, I was never scared of him. And my thing is, your nickname is the Demon's Head. What Demon's Head are you? Right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, also, unlike in the Batman world, and maybe they just either didn't feel the need or didn't want to touch into it, it wouldn't have involved Batman, but, like, we know that generally, and it's weird in the Batman universe, but we kind of have general ideas of what Rachel Ghoul is up to. Right. Here, we just know he's the head of the League of Assassins, but we don't know what they do. Like, we don't know what in the world Rachel Ghoul does besides lead them. Like in other words, we don't know what, why do you lead them? What do you lead them? What to have you do? done? What kind I mean, of we know you kill that? people, but why do you kill people? Do you just kill people like because you're bored? You know? Yeah. It's like it's it's a Tuesday. Let's spin the wheel of yeah, who seriously. we're gonna kill. Exactly. That's you know. Cause that, I think and I think that would have helped um, give a little bit more menace to the character if we knew what he did right. when he wasn't like just being pissed off at Oliver. You know. no, absolutely. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to add one or two questions before we move on because we have a cut. We have a lot, a lot of shows and not to. a lot of time. Yeah. So, um, one question: Do you think that the show jumped the shark, introducing the whole Ollie and Felicity, or what they're now calling now Elicity? Okay. S- all right. Nobody that I will ever talk to calls it that. I saw. I, <laughs> I saw. I saw it on on, on, a, on a on one of those sites, and I was like, "Really? They're calling it Elicity? Was it like Vanity Fair or something? No, no, no. It was like it was like a comic site. Was it Teen Beat? Wow. <laughs> Teen beat. Wow, you just dated yourself, bro. <laughs> Tiger beat. Oh, this is that me beat. I was just about to say that. Um, I mean, I well, I've said it since season one. I love their relationship. Yeah, I don't give a damn about continuity, and I and I hope that they don't just lead us with this one. Look, fuck continuity. It's not an important continuity, and it's not like it ever involves like your movie franchise because it's not like Marvel. Let them be. I don't like. I don't like. The portrayal of Laurel Lance. I don't. I like Sarah better than Laurel Lance. I just, I, she, Laurel Lance just reminds me of like this. She should be in Mean Girls. She reminds me of like this, (laughs) like, I'm an entitled bitch and I should be Black Canary now. So you call her a bitch. (laughs) That's the way she portrays herself. You can't fight with me. (laughs) I just don't like her. It's the actress's portrayal of her. Um, And I mean, and Felicity and Oliver are such, they have chemistry. Like, that's the thing. Even when you in the first season, when he um, when he comes back and you see that he and Laurel used to date and that he cheated on her, there was no chemistry. Like I don't, I see them going together only because like he was the hot guy in co- in the freshman college and she was the hot girl in freshman college, or 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 at least the the girl that you know people liked a lot. So they went out. I don't see them as like, and they were always meant to be. It's mm-hmm. they just look like yeah, we dated, get over it, 
I'm dating her now. <laughs> you know. And her. And her. <laughs> but they're all crazy. Maybe him and her. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, it's, it's 21st century. It was an island. <laughs> there was no I, her for quite a while. How do you feel about that, Rob? How do you feel about the relationship with um, with um, Ali and Felicity? Do you feel like it, um, it, it happened at the right time to when the show introduced it? Do you feel like they should have left it alone? Or? Uh, I'm pissed. Why are you pissed? He took my woman. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, I think it's uh, pretty good. It's good for them. They they were meant to be. It's just yeah. better. It's a better story than him going with Laurel because Laurel has way too many issues and Ali has way too many issues and and she probably looks like a lame fuck too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So you seem to have a problem when I said that she was kind of a bitch and you're like, oh, she's a lame fuck. <laughs> I was waiting for you to pick up on that. <laughs> Gigi, how you feel about the relationship between Ollie and Felicity? Do you think it's perfectly timed or they should have waited or No, I think it's perfectly uh perfectly timed, you know, season three, why not? I mean and it was towards the end of the season. It's not right. like they rushed it within the first part of the season. Well, they so, actually opened with it, remember, because he broke up with her in episode one, which, yeah. which angered me because I'm like, why oh, did Oh, that's you? right. Yeah, they did. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, I don't right. want you to get injured. I'm like, she works with you now. And, <laughs> and then the moment he's breaking up with her, boom, there's an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're, you're bound to get injured. Everybody else walking into your fucking but, lair. But see, see, the thing is also, too, the, the way that they set this up, and I mean, and again, granted, this thing could be on for years or whatever, so you could always do it later. It doesn't have to be rushed. But unless you kill Felicity, because I don't want to see some ridiculous turn that she becomes bad or whatever unless you kill felicity it's not like they're just dating and then eventually he realized you know what laurel is really my woman it's like he stated he loves her flat out like right you know it's like so that to for him to end up with laurel it just doesn't make any sense i agree, you know? I agree. yeah i really just felt bad for palmer when oh he, my god yeah as much <laughs> as i'm not a fan of brandon roth i mean he really did love her yeah you know? he, play, you know, he played it well i yeah. just felt bad for the guy he was like you know you you told me that I'm gonna be like a, I'm a different person. I want to explore that with you. Okay, I gotta go now. And then he's like, did, "So that really happened?" Yeah, I guess it did. Like, <laughs> poor Palmer, he's just in the back, like just swallowing it all that up. Poor, that poor billionaire with a high tech suit that allows him to go out and fight crime like a like Wait, a fool. And oh, go ahead. You know when. Uh, when you have sex with a guy in Nanda Parbat, that's it. See, you know that you got no chance. Whatever she, happens in Nanda Parbat, she had sex with him. Parbat. What, like once they saw. When like, you have sex in Nanda Parbat, you never go back. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, yeah, no. You know what this proves, I'm right? Still in love with Oliver. You know what this proves, right? Money truly can't buy you love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, Thanks, Jayla. <laughs> Love can't buy a thing. Wow. <laughs> okay, so are, are we giving ratings, or we're we just gonna zoom right to the next yeah. one? Eh, okay, no ratings. I mean, I, I think the last one we should give a rating to, definitely. Sure. The last one this, we do. This rating is automatically kick-ass. That's yeah. it. There you go. <laughs> automatically kick-ass. Are we going word Gigi rating? has spoken. Yes. That's it. Yeah, it's like being in my house. <laughs> in the my. cop household. Oh, I'm sorry. In, in the Get Gigi right. household. That's right. That's All right. right. So next next show <laughs> up, Gotham. I'm going to step back for a second because you guys watch it. Where's the yay button? <laughs> delayed that's why the audience didn't know what the hell was going they on they stopped listening they didn't just realize you were shutting up all right <laughs> so with gotham is you guys yes so with the synopsis thank you mike the I, finance you know guy. When, when some people are so bitter that they don't watch a show then they just I'm don't even bitter. they don't even go about a synopsis and then he eats the last slice of pizza and i've only had one yeah. <laughs> oh no no go ahead enjoy it <laughs> After he already took a bite out of it, right? I know, I saw that. <laughs> Anyhow, back to my synopsis. I don't have germs, Mike. <laughs> he's, he's so bitter, they use him in drinks. Wow. He's the grenadine. <laughs> anyway, uh, hopefully we'll get through without any more jokes. Otherwise, we might have to actually call back Cap. <laughs> All right, synopsis. We're 
Where Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. assists the Marvel Cinematic Universe while still maintaining its own individuality and storytelling, Gotham just makes you wish Thomas Wayne held up Little Bruce as a bullet shield. (laughs) (laughs) It really does. Originally touted as a sort of James Gordon year one, Gotham quickly turned into an often directionless police procedural that unashamedly force-fed viewers an unwanted taste of Bruce Wayne's life prior to leaving to become the world's greatest detective. The story set in Gotham's dark streets shines its brightest when focusing on mobsters that run the city and the police force. There we go. Yeah. And now that we got Ralph looking at the TV set, (laughs) maybe we'll actually have a conversation. (laughs) All right. See, you need me. (laughs) Oh, like you you wouldn't have talked to him. (laughs) I would still talk more than him. I got pizza in my mouth. Yeah, sure. And now on his mic. What do you think? Um... It's what I've said all about Gotham, except for the very first episode where I was just like, burn them and burn the writers. It's a, I like the show when it deals with the mobsters. They are really well fleshed out characters. I, I love the, the, the coolness, but the underlying cruelty of Falcone. Yes. Um, the just over the top, like, you know, like um, Goomba-ish of like Marconi. And then Penguin, I just love, you know, because he's just so creepy and psychotic. And then Fish Mooney, who I like unexpectedly, Jane Pinkett Smith outdoes herself as Fish Mooney, who is just so over the top insane. I love her. You know, it just sucks that she's not coming back for a season two. Yeah. You know, right. Exactly. That part sucks. But then like that all is good. But then everything that involves Bruce Wayne, everything that involves Selita Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Thank God we don't even see Poison Ivy anymore. You know, it's just, it's all miserable. You know, it's the most, it's the worst story writing I've seen in ages on that. Wow. When it comes to, when it comes to the kids, yes, I I would agree. It's boring. Yeah. You know, um, they make Alfred into a badass. It's just a badass psycho that doesn't give a damn about Bruce Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) I still swear he's getting his money if that boy goes crazy. Well, most likely, yeah. yeah. But they did introduce a lot of good villains in okay. this um later on because the early villains were on. horrible yeah they're oh with, with yeah. the balloon man <laughs> from like the third episode oh, what, or something. what, what, what like was that, that? i, I, I don't i still don't that? even get that one that was was he was like avenging a crime for something for like a daughter know. or something like probably that. the writing of that script <laughs> it, was, it was just bad i don't like um, you hold this balloon but what did we think about finally seeing the riddler kind of become the the, the first stages of the riddler did we think that it was a little bit late in the show? I did feel like it was just yeah. a little bit tad late. Yeah. Um, it was a really slow build yeah. for him. But when they finally got to that stage to see how psychotic he's slowly starting to become, right. it's like, okay, it makes sense. He's obsessed with this one girl. Um, he kills and he decides to dismantle the whole entire body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was crazy. It's, it's, um, it's, uh, the perks of being working at a police station that's so incredibly corrupt that no one really checks on you. Yeah, well, that, I'll get to that police station. The police station just drives me crazy with the way they keep portraying it. But with the, um, I did like the way they showed his insanity. But like you said, I thought that like maybe not exactly midway, but I think a little bit after midway they should have done that, and that he should have been doing stuff that they were not able to yet put together crimes for. So that we see that he's kind of started killing or doing other weird stuff already besides this just one. Because, like I said, I just think it was a long buildup for such a little payoff because we knew he was going to go crazy. Yeah. Um, I didn't like being spoon fed the fact that uh, while he was thinking to himself, because now he's really shattered, his mind is shattered. And he's just like, he's like, why did I leave a clue? Why did I leave a clue? You know, it's just oh, like, yeah. you know, like, it's like, OK, yeah, we get it that you can't help but to leave a clue to things that you do. I just thought that I didn't like being spoon fed that, you know, Um 
but I, I was happy. But at the same time, though, like you said, that she's, he's obsessed with her, and that's true. But didn't you also get the feeling that he's kind of reached the point now? It's like well, if he had to kill her, he would. Yep. I, I yeah. got that feeling because it felt like he was stopping himself from like, I probably need to kill her. To if like, she figures out yeah. that well, I'm he, the she's one, she's already that's... suspicious now. Oh yeah, because yeah. she figured out that. Oh, isn't it so she, funny she that she knows the note every every first letter of the line spells your name. Yeah. Oh, well, what a coincidence. What a coinky dink. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Really? I, are you serious? It spells my name? Oh, that's awesome. Pretty cool. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, I did like, though, that his his tension was, was really, he was just like, I've really got to get back to this now. And I was like, okay, you're kind of losing it a little bit more there, you know. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I did, all in all, I, I finally got to like him a little bit. But I still just didn't like the way they handled him throughout the rest of the season. I found him to be an annoying character. What about the crazier elephant in the room? Which one? Barbara Gordon. Oh, my God. I hate that actress. I'm, I don't mean to come back into the conversation, but I heard about that shit. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast, and they talked about it, and they said Barbara Gordon was like, she wants to kill somebody now? Well, she killed her parents. Right. Well, Wait, right, what? Right, okay, okay. Yeah. really fast. No. Really fast. Milo um, Bettimiglio, if you remember him from Heroes, he was the main star of Heroes. He yes. was Peter. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's on there. He's this character called the Ogre. Won't even get into the whole reason why or anything like that. He kidnaps women. Tries to find the perfect woman for him. It never works out, so he ends up killing them. All right, that's his story. Okay. The way the police don't go after him is because anyone that tries to investigate him, he starts. He finds out who you love, and he kills them. Wow. To, to make you stop. It's still stupid why they won't go after him. That's another problem with the police force. Anyhow, so now he's set his sights on Barbara, thinking because he knows the gym is after him. Right. Thinking that that's well, obviously that's his fiance or was. You know, he doesn't know they're back. Like they've broken up. Right. He doesn't realize that he's dating uh, Leslie Thompson or whatever her name is. Um. So he, he sets the sight on her. He actually really falls for her. Um, she's scared out of mind, as you would imagine, da 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 first trying to get away, da 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 then kind of gets brainwashed kind of a stuff a like little bit Stockholm. with him. Yeah, kind of Stockholm thing. Anyhow, anyhow, so he's just like, so you're going to have to tell me who it is you want me to kill. Meaning, in other words, who is, who, what do you love the most? Or, or I should say hate the most, that you want dead. So obviously, real thing is going to be Jim. Because she already knows about the affair, uh, not affair, but that they're broken up, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He tells her, if you don't tell me who to kill, I'm going to kill you. Correct. So, you know, it fades off. We don't know who it is. Next thing we know, they're driven up to um, her parents' place, wherever they are. Now, we only got one glimpse of the parents. And it was, again, the horrible writing. It was so over the top that they hated her. Like, they're extremely wealthy because, remember, she has all the money and stuff like right. that. I mean, it was just like, mom and dad, I'm back. Really? Do you have to be back for more than an hour? Kind of an attitude. I mean, it was just... So out of places, there was no buildup. So I kept wondering why we were getting the, because this was episodes ago that, you know, why it is that the parents seem so hateful of her and, and whatever. Right. And then you found out, oh, it's just so that when they get killed, you're going to be like, oh, that's why she would want them dead of all. Right. So, you you know, you see blood on him um, when by the time, you know, Jim Gordon gets there. So you're assuming that the ogre has killed the parents in right. front of her. Um, then it just turns out when she's talking to, uh, she then wants to be psychoanalyzed by the doctor, Lee Leslie Thompson, Tom, uh, Lee Thompson yeah. and, um, you know, who was already uncomfortable that she goes, well, you know, I'm dating your ex and da, 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 da. No, no, I want you to be there. And she's acting all distant and vacant. And then it just comes out and he's, she's just like, well, you know, you're in, um, you know, you're having PTSD. She's like, why? Because, you know, your parents were killed in front of you. She goes, he didn't kill my parents. I did. And you're like, <sighs> What? <laughs> you know, and then she proceeds to attack her. She and, goes you know. bat shit crazy. Almost Batgirl shit crazy. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. And starts attacking Lee. And then Lee gets the upper hand. And by the time uh, Gordon and. Um, and the Bullet and Falcone. Bullock and Falcone. Once again, they're going to this house to hide out. Yeah. We, again, you don't even want to know. 
they show up there and Lee's like just slamming Barbara's head onto the ground and it looks like Lee turned on her yeah. and then Lee's like she I don't know what happened she just went crazy and and, and you gotta love how much no one likes Barbara Gordon nobody went but you're attacking her like no one was like oh my god Barbara everyone was like all right <laughs> what is Bullock? Bullock is like I told you that chick was crazy yeah that was, literally that was his own real, I told you she was crazy oh my god I was god. like alright there we go so, um, the, so they made Barbara Gordon crazy okay. yeah I'm assuming she'll be in the loony bin or something. I, but I don't even know what they want to do with this character they, they've ruined any hopes of, I mean not that she was always had a problem that's why it was always just Jim and Barbara you know growing up um, and, you know throughout the, the series and stuff like that but right. they're just I don't even know if they care about her character. She's very unimportant to the story and mm-hmm. and whatnot. But um, mm-hmm. all right. But getting to more of the meat of the 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 thing now. What do we think about Fish's return in a dinghy in Gotham Harbor? I, I don't understand that one. It's uh, she was uh, George Washington crossing the Hudson. <laughs> Seriously, she did look like that. Uh, what did you think they leading did? the charge? I, I just thought it was just like so. You managed to steal a helicopter. You couldn't have stolen a proper boat. <laughs> you know apparently those are a lot harder to steal than helicopters I guess so apparently yeah um, yeah I didn't understand that neither I was just like okay however when did she when she did come back with her haircut mohawk yeah. style she I came back like, a la storm from 1980s yeah oh, pretty really? much yeah, it, was, it looked pretty kick ass yeah. I'm not even gonna lie it looked lie. pretty kick ass yeah, yeah um, I mean it was a very dramatic interest and in a comic book you wouldn't have thought twice about it yeah a, right. It's just again, it's because it's live. You're like, it doesn't work quite well. You know, what was the the name of the guy that shot her on the island as she was flying away? Uh, the the guy that physically shot at her. Yeah, yeah. The, what was the name? He's like the the hunter or the catcher or something. Or whatever. I don't remember. Interesting. Here's a little funny little tidbit. Um, his brother's actually a teacher at our, at our school. And oh, really? When that episode aired, he was like, "Oh, you see my brother on Gotham? Oh, that's so funny." Ted. Oh, yeah. oh, that's really funny. Okay. Oh, really cool. Yeah. There you go. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's my brother. And then when I when I resaw the episode, their likeness, their appearance is so much alike. Oh, wow. like, well, ask shit. Ted what she did with the helicopter. Yeah, huh? Ask Ted what she did with the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Now, what do we also think then? So, like, so again, I'm I'm relaying this not only for you out there, um, in 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 voice land, but also for the captures a little bit. Is that so? When Fish returns. It's late at night. She returns in this ridiculous dinghy, just like Ralph said, like George Washington crossing, you know. Um, and Selena sees her. She's out there with a bunch of other homeless kids, you know, staying by the fire, keeping warm, and just looks like, wow, you know, this is kind of weird. And then next thing you know, Selena is literally part of her goon squad. Yep. Like, I mean, full on. Not even just like, I'm just there because I'm bored. Nope, she's full on one of her main goons. Mm-hmm. Out of the blue. It's because, you know, it was, it was, what was it? It was like a Thursday. She had nothing else going on. Made no sense. Yeah. Absolutely made no sense. But anytime you see a black woman crossing the, crossing the river in a Mohawk, that says, sign me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing about this says, this could be dangerous. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. no, but she already crossed, Kat already crossed that point where she already killed someone yeah. by pushing that, uh, that guy out the window and whatnot yeah. when they were trying to get information of why he stabbed and tried to kill Alfred and right. everything. Which, so. which, which, just in case uh, you don't know this, Cap, as well, is she she did it right before Bruce Wayne was about to sort of think about doing it. In other words, yeah. he was he was doing the melodramatic 1930s creep up from behind, arms extended, about to push the guy out the window, and then Selena just rushed ahead and was like, shove. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do again. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's just like, why did you do that? We're, you know, I did what you wanted to do. I didn't want to do that. I'm like, you had your hands extended. I don't know what denial, what bat denial you have, kid. <laughs> yeah, it's know. not bad denial. It's boy denial. <laughs> when, when you're a teenage boy, you deny a lot of things. It's yeah. teenage, right? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, no, he's 12. He's yeah. 12. Yeah, the same thing. He's getting there. I didn't touch your boob. I swear to God, I didn't mean to. <laughs> right. Just on up to was like, yeah, I grabbed it. I groped it. You know you liked it. It's okay. <laughs> wow, Ralph. <laughs> what? Another See, character, real quick, yeah. um, that as a villain that I felt like it played well, um, the Joker, that kid. Absolutely. Oh, that kid. Okay. That Wait. was the best Joker Rendition oh. I have seen in years. Cameraman, uh, ca- is it is Cameron Monaghan, right? Monaghan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can- Cameron Monaghan. He, oh my God. I mean, he's he's from Shameless. So I love the show oh, Shameless. He's from, his he's from oh, okay. Shameless. And he plays already a psychotic he, character there. He, pl- I mean, the, the family's dysfunctional, but he plays. He a, plays Ethan on Shameless for he, those he, who he's don't like, know. He's like the middle son who um, is dealing with his sexuality. He's gay and his family, you know. And like, is also bipolar. And oh, also okay. went to the army. So he had a lot of things going oh, on yeah. in there. So to watch him play that, because that's one of the only Gotham episodes I've caught. It's a great episode. And it was I, like, I mean, it was I mean the, the story itself was a little bit twisted, but it wasn't that bad. But his performance and to watch him play the game that he was playing with them and then to see his break at the end. I mean, granted, they still don't ever say that he's definitely a joker because they try to throw in that, that stupid Red Hood gang episode uh, one or two episodes later. Um, but he was phenomenal. I mean, that, I mean, you're talking about no makeup and he looked fucking freaky. He looked like just douse him in all white and that is the Joker. Yeah. His, make that red hair green. You're done. Fire Jared Leto. I think we found the Joker. Seriously, he, he, yeah. I can't say enough. I mean, I remember going around and you, you Cap heard me. I went around. I'm like, that episode was amazing. Yep. Was that like, was the one episode yeah. that Cap did pay attention to. He was yeah. like, I don't watch this show much, but I will watch this one episode just yeah. to see this kid play it. And when he saw it, he was like, Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, that everybody awesome. and everybody knows I'm very picky about my Joker. You know, yeah, so. Yes, you are. That was like his Dos Equis commercial. I don't watch Gotham, but when I do watch Gotham, it's the I, Joker episode. Exactly, <laughs> pretty much. Um, you guys were also talking about like because you keep talking about the the that the best villains besides the Penguin are the mobsters. Would yeah. you figure for a superhero show that would or uh, 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 it should be D, G, uh, GCPD? It makes it kind of boring. No, I mean it because it's a mob war and it's. It actually was. It's been very well done with all the backstabbing, and especially with Penguin playing two sides. And don't you feel that the mob war was kind of resolved way too quickly? Oh yeah, I mean, well, this, you know, well, that's what I was about to say. Now, what I hate is that. So, like, the whole point was Fish originally wanted Falcone out of the way, of course, because uh, he's like the main guy. Even though there's there's what three houses you figured there, I mean, that we're aware of. There was Falcone, there was Marconi, and there was Fish's world. And Penguin was working for Marconi supposedly, but really for Falcone actually. Yeah. So there was only the three spots, but Penguin obviously wanted his own, and he wanted it all. He didn't just want to be like, he didn't want Falcone's part, he wanted all of it. So he's been manipulating things, and that was great. Um, so at the end, when everything comes back, and uh, you know he's basically tried to have Fish killed more than once, uh, the Penguin I'm talking about. So she shows up, Marconi and, uh, is now, I'm sorry, Falcone is now um, chained up, and so is Bullet, and uh, so is uh, Gordon and the Penguin. And so she shows up, Marconi gang shows up, and she's like, hey, you know, look, I've got Falcone here. Let's make a deal. Let's split this. Marconi's just like, sure, you can work for me. She's like, I don't work for anybody. This is partnership. This is 50-50. And he's like, whatever, babe. And that got stupid. That whole babe scene was stupid. Yeah. It just went way, I mean, he just kept saying, babe, don't push, call, pissed her off. Don't you know? call her babe, all right, guys? Don't call that babe, babe. Right, right babe? babe? Oh, I'm sorry. I did it again. <laughs> You just know it's just pissing her off. And she's got weapons. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I'm like, I don't know where you're going with this. And he knows you don't want to piss off a black woman with a mohawk. Right. It just, it just smells 
bad and, news. Anytime right she cuts her weave, you know you don't want to wow. piss her off. <laughs> she already knows she's crazy. Go there. I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> but um, you know, so I mean, so it was just so stupid. So anyhow, the the uh, one thing I did like though, uh, just just a quick of what was going on was that um, when uh, when Fish before Marconi gets there, when Fish is just like you know talking to Falcone, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but she's just basically like you know. I'm going to have you killed, and you know we're going to resolve that to Marconi. And then uh, she's penguin. She's just like, I'm going to kill you slowly, you know, and enjoy it. And then she just looks at Jim, and she's just like uh, something along the line of kind of like, you know, you've kind of stuck your nose in too much, kind of a thing, you know. So sorry. And then Bullet, who she's already had, like, you know, he's been kind of a dirty-ish cop with her kind right. of a thing, and she's just like, I let it go. No, she just goes, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, we're cool, right? And he just looked at her and she's like, all right, let him go. <laughs> so that was actually, I just like that because he's just like, everyone's looking at him like, really? And it's like, he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. She's just like, I'm not going to kill you. We're cool, you know? And I kind of like that. Yeah, it's pretty much like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. We're You're cool, cool. Fuck, fuck you, you. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, she's like, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Um, So I actually kind of like that. But then um, just things just got stupid, uh, you know? So obviously he's calling her babe. Fish shoots him in the head. So that ends Marconi. Um, uh, everyone manages to escape momentarily during the chaos. Uh, because for some odd reason, nobody shot them. Uh, they were just hanging up there. But uh, what gets me is then, so now you're thinking, oh, by the way, um, Gordon has been trying to give Selena the eye to like, you know, hey, you can help us get it out of here. And he's doing these stupid facial movements, which were very uncomfortable to watch. I mean, they were just stupid. He's like, like doing these weird eye movements that made no sense. I mean, if you watch it, you'll see it. And Selena's like, oh, what? You think I'm just going to let you go? Nah. You know, she goes, nah, you helped me out, but that doesn't really count kind of a thing. And I'm like, this turn made no sense. Why she's suddenly so hateful makes no sense. So that even when they're on the run, she finds them. She's like, they're over here. <laughs> you oh know, like it's just it's ridiculous stuff. But anyhow, so yeah, she was all like, this, you want me to give up the best gig I yeah. got going on? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with her 80s hair and, and her beaded jacket. Yeah. I didn't wow. understand what was going on. But um, so, you know, the whole thing is that the reason that um, uh, Gordon had also been trying to help save Falcone is uh, because he's just like, look, without you, the city will fall apart. You know, you, you may be a mobster, but you're at least you're the mobster we know and you at least hold shit together. And he's like, yeah, I agree, agree. So that by the end of it, when everything finally kind of makes its way through, what does Falcone say? I'm just going to go down south. I've decided to quit. And then Jim is like, all right. I'm like, but I just thought the city was going to fall apart. <laughs> you know, like it just, it but he did no try sense. to. He did try to say basically, but you can't. You the city will fall apart. Uh, the city will be in good hands. Yeah. It was right. in good hands with your father. I'm sure it'll be good hands with you. Yeah, he knew his father. It's just a whole bunch of shit show that went there. <laughs> it was like yeah. really. And and, and uh, I'm sorry. What's it? Here's an important question. Do you think fish can swim? Um, Even I, with I, a bullet I, in her, I think she can swim. Actually, she but, can swim, but she can't fly. <laughs> well, she fell in the water. I, I guarantee. Even if she's not back in season two, they'll definitely bring her back. I, think, I don't think she's dead. I think the character, or they might just, or she might come back as another name. Maybe that was also the trick that fish might not be back. You know, I don't know, but I, I just get the feeling that she's not dead. But I did find it funny that since she's a made-up character for the TV show, that if you thought about it, I mean, like people kept making fun of the whole idea. Her name is Fish, and she's dealing with the penguin. She also was dealing with Catwoman. It's odd that they gave her the name of something that is eaten by both of those True. characters. Yeah, that's, you know? that's very interesting. You know, because when she teen, like once you saw Selena there, you're like, huh, Catwoman and Fish. Interesting. Yeah. You know? um, I, just to kind of bring it to a close, because oh, we yeah. still have one more show before oh, yeah. we go. And there's and, one more thing I want to bring up to this. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Is there anything, anything we want to bring up? Uh, yeah, there's one other thing. Sure, go uh, right ahead. That, um, so what do we think about the hidden room in the study 
that better oh, yeah. not lead to the damn back I cave. I heard about it's that. It's going to lead into the back cave. We're done. We all I, know it's going to done. lead no, into no, no, the back No, no, no. See, that's where you guys are wrong. It's going to lead into his uh, sex dungeon. <laughs> Probably so. If you, if you guys show... We already bat. went through one episode of that, though. <laughs> if we know Thomas Wayne, everyone knows Thomas Wayne was a freak. He had a sex dungeon up in there. We don't know that. Where, where do you get this information from? Earth 2. Yeah. You, you also <laughs> took that from Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> But I mean, the, no, you didn't. But, no, did, you didn't. but when it opened, did we hear the sounds of bats? Is that what we heard when that thing opened up? All I heard was, yeah. But I mean, afterwards, did we hear like the, like that? I thought I we did. heard like, yeah, I thought yes. we heard like the fluttering yes, of bats. That's why I'm saying it must lead to the cave. And I, I swear to God, if there is a freaking bat costume down there <laughs> for no reason at all, I will, I will, I will kill somebody. <laughs> Whoa! My money, I visited Mike that week. <laughs> my money's on sex dungeon. Sex what about dungeon. the Batmobile? <laughs> oh god i was building this for no reason <laughs> <laughs> I, I put a bat logo just because it was fun yeah all right real quick one word rating to, to rate gotham i didn't think we were rating anything I said, no but, but I, I mean, it was was one word to describe it like wow it's underachieved fishy. overachieved it's, barely barely passable it's fishy it's yeah. fishy nice seriously <laughs> it's, it's about it's good barely passable i say all right and uh last show on the list before we go to break real quick Supernatural. Now I know Gigi and I do I'm not. A, I'm out on this one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I, I mean, I've watched enough of the show, but I haven't watched any of the new episodes. So I mean, you guys, lots of shit has gone on. Like, like, um, well, what's going on? Shit get crazy. Well, with the synopsis, is the one, yeah. the only, the great Mike, the finance guy. There you go. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's like when Cap's not involved, he doesn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the host. I'm the host, but I don't really host anything. <laughs> not when I don't listen to it or, yeah. or, or, or watch it. Wait, great host. Uh, all I right. try, I try. In 2005, Dean and Sam Winchester, two brothers that hunt and kill the supernatural, set out to find their missing father, John, who hunted and killed the supernatural better. Along the way, the brothers join with friends and frenemies to help them in their search and their mission. Bobby, Ellen, Joe, Ash, Ruby, Bella, Chuck, Castiel, Benny, Charlie, Kevin. Whew. What but, the fuck? But just like dear old dad, these people found out that knowing the Winchester boys is the main ingredient and in a recipe for a short life. Oh. Ten years later, Dean has died and gone to hell and back and is now cursed with the mark of Cain. Sam has died and gone to hell and back and is now a hot mess. And the king of a kinder and gentler hell has found his evil mojo again. Like any series that gallops to a decade milestone, the storytelling has had its bumpy rides, but season 10 is definitely sitting tall in the saddle again. Yes, really? Yeah. Yes. It's a very good season. It's, been, it's, been, it's The season's been all over the place, though, unfortunately, yeah. but it's a good season. Yeah. So it turns out the mark of Cain was created by God. It wasn't meant to be a curse. It was meant to be a key to hold back the darkness. Yes. Which, which, which that, is what the, like, in other words, when they, when in the Bible, when it says, let there be light, it wasn't that God was creating everything. It was just that the light he made fought back the darkness, which was all this evil that was already prevalent everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So um, he gave the mark of Cain to Lucifer, his, his right hand. Right. God. But the mark, uh, to, it started corrupting yeah him. it started corrupting when it took a mind of its own and that's why lucifer became uh evil and, and did what he did then he gave the mark to cain uh which was and when he when apparently his brother was the one who was turned evil and he cain had to take the mark in order to kill his brother that's right. the reason why he didn't kill his brother so, out of jealousy so, so we're basically referring to cain and abel obviously right? yeah, so, yeah. So, so basically that's why cain killed abel yeah right it was out of love not actually like jealousy or hate or anything yeah that's what they're saying interesting okay so then um in order there was a uh, last season there was a knight from hell that had traveled to present time and the only way to kill a knight from hell 
is with the first blade, which is the blade that Cain used. Basically, it was, it was remember Cain killed Abel with the the jawbone of a jackass. Right. So that was what the blade was made from, was the jawbone of a jackass. Gotcha. <laughs> That's what it was. Wow. <laughs> so um, in order to use the, the blade, you got to have the mark. Right. So uh, Crowley tricks Dean into meeting Cain and accepting the mark. And that's why. And then, so right. then, because and of the the mark on Dean's hand, Dean kind of goes kind of nuts. Eventually, he gets killed by uh, Metrodon, Metatron, Metatron, who's an angel who's wanted to become God. Yeah. That's another story Me- on its own. That's uh, God's scribe, right? Uh, so he gets killed by Metatron and then becomes a demon. And for like the first episode, so Sam is chasing him on of the new season. And they cure him because they know how to turn demons back to human. Right. So they cure him of being a demon, not of the mark, because the mark you can't seem to remove. And also, um, whoever has the mark cannot die. Yeah. Like so. I mean, just to cut, mark, quick, quick, cut quickly, like they even bring in Death in the last episode. Who is? I love the guy that played Death. Yes. He he did a great job since season what five? I guess mm-hmm. he's been fantastic as Death. Uh, he's this really creepy guy that's got such a great air about him um, portraying the character. But even Death is just like. Yeah, I can't even kill you. You know, like that. Wow, the mark is that powerful because I mean, again, it was a mark was created by God to do something. So therefore, anyone that possesses it, you know. Hold on, is somebody dying outside? Because what the heck? It's called New York. <laughs> I, I guess we're gone for three weeks. This is what happened. They're like, let's bring some extra sirens. Well, show. you brought another Puerto Rican into the house. What do you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, what what makes this season like you said? It's the, the this season stands tall against the rest. Why? It's uh, the way I see is um, Dean's development in as a character. Sort of like at first he was like um, he he after they they bring him back to to being human, he has to fight the mark. So it's like you see him struggle along. They meet um, Castillo's daughter, mm-hmm. who uh, Dean is forced. I guess. Because of the mark, he, he's forced to kill this guy who she thought as a father figure. Mm. Basically, what it is is that if you think of the mark as an addiction, yeah. it's an addiction to kill. Yeah. Like in other words, the mark urges you to kill, particularly anything that you can see that you conceive as evil. Yeah. It's not gotcha. like he. It's not like he sees you as a demon. It's basically if he perceives you as a threat. Basically, it basically, at all. basically in, in his head, it basically justifies him killing. Man, more than that, it just—it's not even just a justification. It's just—it's almost like it forces you to kill. Yeah, it's just—it's almost forcing. It's not a justification. It's just like you know, it could be from anywhere from like I saw you slapping a child to that sign said "Don't litter," or you <laughs> or you took my slice of pizza. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you know, it just—it's it, like you know, so there very was, much it's like a season of addiction. Is gotcha. Like. There was uh, the one episode where Cain comes back and he's killing all the people from his bloodline because he finds he says which is humanity. Yeah, so. <laughs> Because he's he says um, I, I'm the reason that there's evil in the world that there people are that there are killers because the, he was the first killer, right? So because of that, he goes and just kills everyone that he's he he knows is in his line. And then when he gets to this little boy, that's when um, uh, Dean and, and Sam and Castillo have to try to stop him because they're like saying, okay, sure he has the potential. Everyone has the potential to kill. But this little boy hasn't killed anybody yet. Right. So then uh, that's when Dean kills Cain. Right. Because he, he fights. Right. But, now, but now the most interesting thing about that is that now take that philosophy of why he ended up killing Cain and has kept the mark. So you flash forward, you get these brothers. Um, they're part of the Stein family, which are really the Frankenstein family um, after all these years. And they, they're not long lived, but they just have like access to a lot of powerful magics. And also their whole thing about experimenting. 
is a way to maintain uh, their bodies and also to enhance them. So, for instance, they might have two or three hearts. They might have extra muscles that they put into their bodies. Um, it's really just, it's very much like a side story. It seemed like they were supposed to be a bigger part, but it feels like a side story just to have Dean go off and, because he slaughters literally all of them. But the reason I bring this up that's important is uh, what Ralph was just saying about how Kane wanted to murder this this little boy that right. they hadn't done anything. They have a kid that's probably like like early college age, but he never murdered anybody. He's part of the Stein family, but he's never murdered anyone. Oh, he did. No, he did not murder anyone. His His uncle... His father. Is it father? I thought yeah. it was uncle. No, it was oh, his father. father. Whatever way, he forced him into the situation, but he did not murder anybody. Yeah. You know? It was his hand. Right, but it doesn't matter. He didn't do it, and Dean has no way of knowing that he did or did not do it. Yeah. You know, And Dean just point blank shoots him right in the head. He says, you're a Stein. Yeah. You're going to do it. Right, so he oh. just killed for the sake of just deciding evil's evil. Yeah. Wow. You know? And then Castiel comes in and gets the ass beating of his life. Which is only fair because several times, at least three different occasions, Castiel has beaten the shit out of Dean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like to the point of almost killing him, you know, several that's times. That's true. And then Dean holds his uh, angelic dagger right above his head. And then you think that he's going to kill him and he goes... <laughs> I know he just picks it on the floor, but he's like, if I see you again, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, so you get all this kind of stuff that's going on. But the reason I had said before this season seemed a little bit, it was too much. Uh, there was just, it had too many moving parts. Like you had Dean turning from demon to human. That was your first thing. Then there was the finding the cure for the Mark of Cain. Then you have introduction of Rowena, which is Crowley, who is the king of hell. Her, uh, his mom is introduced, and now he's she's plotting to kill him and possibly even take over hell. We don't know. You have the... Um, you just have like you know hidden agendas here that the Stein family, um, the threat of them. You have uh, Castiel attempting to bond with the daughter of the body that he's in. It was just it was so much going on and nothing that was very focused. Right until it felt like literally the last episode and a half. Right you know? and um, you know and then of course we had the death of one of our favorite fun characters yes, there, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. She finally brought it. Um, she was a good character because um, Felicity Day. Yeah, she she's, she's just great. a lot of fun because yeah. she was introduced in season six yeah, as a hacker. Yeah, as a hacker. Um, it was they, Which, it, it was, was girl it was the girl the dragon tattoo kind of a, a thing that they did yeah, with it. Gotcha, that was okay. when uh, when we had um, and it was the, actually called a uh, girl with a dungeon the dragon tattoo. That was yeah. the name of the episode. What was the the. The, the creature Leviathan yeah that was yes. during the Leviathan which was not a very good season that it, which even they know because they really the, the show was not written to be past five seasons because mm-hmm. actually the original creators left for a while because oh. they, they were like we told the story we had to tell yeah. right. <laughs> and we, we did it in five years you know right. that's what I'm wondering I'm like I mean because and, and I keep going back to the point you're saying that the 10th that the season has kind of like stood up you know stood up pretty well yeah. and I'm like but usually Shows don't usually aren't like that. Usually, by the tenth season, they're kind of worn out, dreary, ready to be done. Kind of like you know, let's yeah. Yeah, take this was, to the, out to the I back mean, and shoot it. There was a season where Sam, uh, after they defeat Lucifer, Sam gets stuck in hell, and then um, Castiel brings him back, but he's only to be able to bring back the body, not his soul. So Sam is yeah. soulless, and that's when they strike the deal with Death. Death gets his soul and puts it back in, and then um, that's why in this last episode, in the season finale. When you have Death come back, um, in order for Death to help Dean, because Death was going to take Dean somewhere far away where he couldn't hurt nobody, right? But in order for him to do that, he has to kill Sam in order to repay the debt that Sam owes Death. Mm. Well, it was kind of that and also the fact that he was saying that he knows that Sam will do anything to try and get his brother back. So there's always the danger that he might find some mojo that will bring Dean back. Because, you know, there are brothers. Uh, Now, what do we think? I mean, I, I... you know, is death really dead? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> you know. so here's here's what happens. I can see your face. 
um, Dean is is ready to kill Sam, and Sam is already he's accepting. He's like, you know, death is true. This is what's gonna happen. So just just do it. Get it over with. He's on his knees. He's gonna kill him. Um, death offers him his scythe, right? So he takes the scythe and is about to swipe and kill Sam. Goes a full three sixty and just stabs it right into um, Death's rib cage, and you just see Death shattered to dust. So now we don't end the end the side too shatters. So is Death dead? Who knows? I mean, well, it was really funny because the the, the scythe was really small the first time we ever saw the scythe, and yeah. he because Death had lost it and it was returned to him in uh, season five. Um, it was small, like like maybe one of those little handheld jobs that you have for like gardening, right. not the big one that we're used to seeing, like the image of Death having. And um, I thought even then he, he was like, you know, this pretty much wouldn't have done anything to him, you know. And there was only the guesswork that it would. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting that they brought it back. So, I mean, let's see. Because also, if they truly go along the line of death being dead, does that mean that, A, the Reapers are either stop being Reapers or they go on their own? And that could be a, a plot point. Or no is it that die. no one can die for a while? And then to see how that would throw the world into turmoil. It'll be yeah, interesting that, to see if they go anywhere with that. So then the, the episode ends with um, Rowena, Castiel, and Crowley. Um, they, fix, they, they, they do the spell, the spell to remove to, the mark. To remove the mark. And then Dean is like, Sam, do you hear that? And this lightning comes from the sky and shocks his arm and the mark is gone. Right. right? Now, real fast, though, that the mark has to be bound to someone. Yeah. That's why it was on Lucifer. That's why it was on Cain. It it must. It can't just not be. Anywhere. It can't be around. It's got to be right. on somebody. Well, it's got. It's just like you know. It's because without it being on a person, then the, it, the it unlocks the open, door. Yeah, it it unlocks the door. Yeah. So then after that happens, they're like, Sam and Dean are like, well, I guess you know nothing happened. I guess you know this darkness that they talk about. Not, and then that's where you see lightning. I guess striking the ground. Right. And this just like demon like smoke coming up from the ground accumulating in one spot and like a freaking mushroom cloud from a nuclear explosion expanding outward. And you just see Sam and Dean and their famous Impala stuck in a hole. Yeah. And you just hear Sam is like, dude, yeah. dude, like what the fuck is he going to do? The car's stuck. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so we don't know how it's going to end. So we have the darkness released. We have Rowena possessing the Book of the Dead and we have Castiel about to kill Crawley. So that's what we're left with. That's what we're left with. Yeah. All right. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to the next season. All right, interesting. All right, cool. And it's already been renewed. They had renewed in the ninth year. At the end of the ninth year, they actually renewed it for two seasons. Yeah. Okay, so so we know that eleven maybe the last season, um, unless they decide to renew. Oh, it. Right, right, right. right. Gotcha. One word rating. Fucking awesome. Yeah, it Fucking is really awesome. great. Yeah. And, right. and it's That's one, of the one thing, word. One of the things that helps the show is that it really is Dean. I mean, the, it, it, like if, yeah. if ever between the two teams, between uh, it, uh, Jared um, um, Padalecki, it's what Jared Padalecki is Sam and yeah. um, Jason Ackles is uh, Dean. It, he has the better growth. He's always had the better story. Sam's mm-hmm. Sam's good nature always makes his stories weaker. Even when they try and make him evil, it yeah. doesn't work quite as well. Gotcha. But Dean is always about redemption. His story has been fantastic since yeah. season one. Sam know. seems more like a, a a whiny child. Yeah, always. Even as a full grown adult now. Even, even right. when when Dean is like, "Listen, little bitch, I'm gonna die. Get over it." Leave me alone. Sam's like, no, I'm not going to let you die. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that being said, Dean does the same thing. All right, yeah, sure. all right James Cagney. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, sure. I won't say there you have it because we have a lot more shows to review. So we'll be back with more. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, after I go outside and tell the fucking firefighters to go somewhere else because we're trying to record a show. Damn it. I said it. He's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. This Hi, guys. Is, this the? is that diva Gigi <sighs> telling you the Meanwhile 22 Pages Later crew wants to hear what you think. Was there something you want the crew to bring up? Did they mess up? Did someone talk too much? Let your voice be heard and hit them up on their Facebook page. Name? Well, 
Meanwhile, 22 pages later. Duh. You can also tell your friends to check out their episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Wasn't this my commercial? <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm boss. Now back to the show. All right, we're back with the second half of the show and more TV shows to talk about. There's been a lot of great geek shows. And let's start off. Let's not even wait. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't watch it. I should be watching it. What's going on? Synopsis? Of course, MFG, Mike, the finance guy. Here's a synopsis. Start watching the damn shows. Oh, come You're on. so lame. It's hard, man. You're so lame. How about you watch the baby and I watch the shows? How about that one? <laughs> I didn't do the crime. I'm certainly not doing the time. <laughs> you do the crime. We'd have a lot more problems than that. <laughs> I watch the baby and I watch more TV shows. Oh, you're home, honey. Oh, he's got how many excuses does he have? I have two jobs. Those are my two excuses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the baby's the third. And one of them got to go. And it's not the baby. Oh, boy. I saw that. I, I was thinking <laughs> the baby's a good option there. Mr. Synopsis, what do we got? All right. Imagine carrying the weight of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now imagine carrying it every week. Agent Coulson and his band of Mary Shield agents rubbed up the everything in season two. Putting aside the kind of lame way they hid Sky's identity as Daisy Johnson, a.k.a. Quake, just to keep audiences off balance, this year brought viewers the first taste of Marvel's No More Mutants philosophy by introducing viewers to the portion of humanity whose DNA was manipulated by the alien Kree race, the name of the, the group, Inhumans. The purpose of the group? Fuck over Fox Entertainment. Wow. <laughs> Here we go. To fuck Fox. Yep. All right. So you know that was like their memo. How do we fuck Fox? Bring in the inhuman. And now I'm listening and I'm like, wow, wait, she was Quake all that time? Yep. Fuck. <laughs> That's what you get for not watching stuff. Definitely. Okay, so so what so what 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 things have gone down in season two that are noteworthy? Um well the big one, um, as far as for you someone that doesn't watch the damn show. Oh, right, all right. Uh, we get that would point. be the Theta Protocol, which was interesting the way they did that because the Theta Protocol um, is referenced in the show and the explanation of it doesn't come out until the episode after the movie because the Theta Protocol um, was the helicarrier that um, Nick Fury arrives in at the end of Age of Ultron. Right. That Because remember, they had been disbanded. So right. all that stuff was either dismantled or, or put away or put or... away and stuff like that. So that was the big thing. So that was huge though for the show. Um, to right. reveal towards the uh, movie, yeah. Um, and the theater when they when they saw Coulson going into the the facility, you know how well you probably wouldn't know that they had these square badges, right? When they were in the the base in the theater protocols, these triangle badges, and then the, the joke is like, oh yeah, look, it's these nice fancy badges that we have now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's that, that's the big thing that came out of it. Yeah, I'm like that wasn't really the big thing that came out. Of it. I was like, oh, that's, that, that, that was the big thing. No, that was um, a little funny thing. Yeah, though. no, that was funny. I mean, like the, the big thing as far as the movie world is concerned is that uh, you know it brought in the, you know that was explained of why the Avengers were attacking you know uh, Wolfgang von Strzok and stuff like that. That was that. But other stuff that's happened now, we now have uh, Ward, who's a former team member who has been evil for about two seasons, and now he is the new leader of Hydra. It, it, he was from the first season that he turned. That's supposedly yeah, he, he turned. He's the original cast. Spoilers. He turned. Yes, yes. You would have found that out later. Well, everybody, everybody <laughs> that motherfucking told me, so it didn't matter anyway. So now he's the leader of Hydra. Yeah. Well, I mean, so he says he is. I mean, it's, that's where we left off. It's interesting the way they do it because, like, they meet up at a bar, and then he gets like these goons come in, and they're like, "Well, you know, you heard Hydra's. Uh, there's no leader of Hydra anymore. We, we can do whatever we want." And then the guy who says that, Ward just takes him and I think he just pretty much just kills him, right? Yeah. 
And then he's like, anybody else want to say something? He's like, no. Yeah. Hail Hydra. Right. I mean, they, like I said, there's no form because it's not like he met with the higher ups. I mean, he's just decided he's, to be a leader of Hydra. So we'll see how that works out. I'm, for I'm him. gonna I'm gonna make a Transformer reference. I don't think anybody will get it. Maybe Ralph will get it. He starts screaming it. Basically, yeah. nobody's a leader, so I'm gonna step up and say the leader. Not that anybody else is gonna right yeah. until somebody steps up. I'm saying exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. Other stuff that's come out. We have a one-armed Colson now. Yeah, yeah. He's now gonna have a tough time jacking off while sexting. <laughs> so there's Aww. always that. It's a good yeah. thing he's right-handed, though. I, I guess so. One arm. Damn. <laughs> yeah. He, um. The, there's this thing that uh, not even getting into it because it's way too long to get into. Is this obelisk that is used to kind of find out who's inhuman, who's not. If you touch it and you're not, it basically turns you to ash and it disintegrates you. Okay. He um, inadvertently touched uh, a crystal that had this in it. It was starting to grow up his arm, and so they cut it off. Wow. All of like Walking Dead when they cut off like Herschel's leg. Right. Same kind of thing. They didn't want the uh, the thing to spread. Wow. So it's that kind of a deal. Yeah. Was that was that towards the towards the end? That, that was, was the, that was the finale. finale. That was oh, part the, of the finale. finale. Okay. So, yeah. so, so I was about to say they haven't lived with Coulson having one well, I mean, arm too long. Well, even, no, it's, I mean even Coulson. I mean it's typical movie fashion, which I like the fact it's very superhero. He's just like oh, I'll figure that out. I mean it's just like <laughs> shit can be made. I'll have some fake robotic arm or yep. whatever. He's not going to be one arm for long. <laughs> You'll just call Tony. Hey, Tony! Seriously. I mean, he uh, knows it. I need a new arm. Because he's like, yeah, it sucks for now, but I'll deal with it later. You know? Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, you had uh, Edward James almost was on there. Really? Yeah, he was very... I mean, his, he did a good job, but his character was just... It was too unlikable. So who did he play? He was the director, Robert Gonzalez. He was okay, the one that yeah, met yeah. with uh, the Inhumans. Yeah. And we thought that, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. would be, like... They were being aggressive in their own way when they find this, in, this race of Inhumans. Um, but it turned out that their leader actually had all intention of starting a war with the mm-hmm. human race. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so she kills Gonzalez right I, away. I thought he was, because, like, Gonzalez seems like this, you know, um, I hate people who are not normal kind of guy, right? Right. And when they had their little sit-down, I thought he was going to be like, well, we're going to tell you how it is, and this is what's going to happen, and we don't give a fuck, right? But he was more understanding and even gave her a gift. Right. A gift that it was very sentimental. Yeah, I'm kidding. No, it was syphilis. Oh, God. Uh, It was like a a coin that she she gave, she was supposed to give to her child. It's three coins that are interwound. It's part of the The leader is Sky's mother. So, you know. Ah. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little bit more interconnection that I'm happy with, you know, stuff like that. But they also finally, finally made um, Cal Mr. Hyde. Yeah. It took them forever because you knew he was taking a formula that made him stronger, but it wasn't that much stronger but he was always hard to take down mm-hmm. but they finally went full on like Mr. Hyde with him yeah. alright okay yeah. so that was very interesting everything. yeah um, so Raina's dead uh, yeah Raina's finally dead you know um, she's the character that's been there for almost two years uh, stuff that you wouldn't know about no not but, at all. Uh, and Agent May she still is awesome yeah. did you know how old is uh, uh, Ming-Nan Wen the, the character that plays uh, Agent May how old do I think she is yeah uh, I would say probably early 40s yeah, have you seen her? Oh wait, um, is she the, Asian, the only Asian? Yeah, the only Asian, the, the, the kick-ass one. Yeah, the one that Ivan likes. Yes, Mr. Koopa. Ah, shout, shout out, sh- shout out to Ivan. <laughs> uh, how old is she? Um, I think maybe she's early forties, mid. Yeah, she will be turning fifty-two this year. She's fifty-one. Wow. She looks what? amazing. That's she's in great Absolute, shape. Absolutely. I mean, she looks she's fantastic. Hot. I mean, movie magic too. Yeah, but, but still, still. I mean, still, the great. thing is, and she looks even better. Like when you see her, like when they're doing like the runway type stuff, like you know the people coming, you know, and she's actually has you know Hollywood makeup on she looks when I saw she was 51 I'm like my god she looks almost as old as like the other female cast members you know yeah. she was just amazing And but she is great she is really a piece of the show her fight scenes are still some of the best choreogra- choreography on TV even even I would almost say better than um, a lot of the stuff they do for the Daredevil yeah. it's just wow. the Daredevil was a lot more concentrated right it's pretty cool yeah wow what do you think of the way she tricked um, 
Ward into killing Agent 33. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was good. I, I was hoping that they would end. I was wondering if Agent 33 was... Because they called her the mask like in reference at one point. I, I was wondering if she was going to be Madam Mask. In the Marvel world, it was like the woman that had the, that gold mask on her yes. face. And she was supposedly so disfigured, but you never, ever saw her face. Right. I was wondering if they were going to try and make that. And she may have still have been who she's supposed to be, but we never found out. Now, let me ask this question. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is, is we're in season three? Uh, this will be season three starting. Season three. Oh, no, wait. This will be season three. Starting. Starting. Okay. We so basically, we just finished season two. Right. So two definitely better than one? Oh, I mean, yeah. Definitely. From beginning, because it's beginning to end, they were allowed a lot more leeway, except for like episode thirteen. Episode thirteen is where Cal brings on those super villains. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a just... horrible episode, you know. And then uh, they they hinting for season three, there's going to be a superpowered team. Yeah, because Coulson let Sky be the leader. He's going to let Sky be the leader of her own team. Right. So this sounds very much like the Secret Wars kind of an idea. Okay. Because um, in the comics, remember soon after that, like remember how in Secret Wars, not the original Secret War and not Secret War Two, but remember Secret Wars came out about a decade ago. Oh, the one when they attacked Laveria. Yes. Right. That the video game was based off of for a while. Yeah. And that's when that's when we were introduced to Quake. Right. And she was leading a team of supers, even though it was our it was oh, our normal shoot. supers. Yes, yes. But like, I mean, obviously, it'll be a different team. So they're leading towards something like that. I'm sure, you know. Oh wow! Okay. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of other B-ish level superheroes we're going to be you know, she, seeing. I'm, I'm so jealous. She got to drive Lola. Yeah. And, and one question before we move on to the next one: um, Do you feel like that Marvel got it right with Agents of Shield, where um, DC has definitely got it right with Arrow and Flash, which we'll go talk about later on? Um, yeah. yeah. Because, because I feel like the tones are different. They're, they're very different. The tones are different, but, you know, are they getting it right? That's the, that's the question. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think they're right, but yeah, they are completely different tones. But at the same time, you have to respect that Marvel's doing something that DC is not doing. DC can kind of do what they want because this has no effect on their cinematic universe. Yeah. Marvel is doing something that's never been done before. They're connecting everything. every single thing that they're behind into everything. And that's... A lot. It's kind of like when the Jeffersons and Archie Bunkers uh, connected. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Except in a superhero world. Yeah. All right. One word for um, Agents of Shield. Still awesome. Two words, but okay. <laughs> oh, Ralph, what about you? Oh, you are. I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm like, oh, I, maybe because you were gazing into his eyes. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Still awesome. One for each. One word for each. Okay. <laughs> he was still. I was awesome. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> now let's talk about. Uh, all right, let's talk about Once Upon a Time. I don't know why you like huff and puff. You know you like this show. Yeah, Secretly, you like this show. I, you know, well, I see, the I wife see. spoke. No matter what you say, you, shut up. You, you know what I like? <laughs> I like when it's over. I like when the show's over. Mm-hmm. But, but with the synopsis, and I'll be able to chime in here and there, is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. All right. The little town of Storybrooke, Maine, is still plagued by forces of fairy tales, myths and legends, and Disney animated films. Season 4 brings in Disney's top character Elsa as well as supporting players Princess Anna and Kristoff in a quirky retelling of the months-old tale of Iceman prior to his sex change operation <laughs> and joining the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> and those that thought, hey, it could be what happened. Uh, and those that thought the show couldn't squeeze another drop of glittering blood from uh, Disney's stones, they were quickly proven wrong. The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Little Bo Peep, Poseidon, Ursula, Cruella DeVille, and Maleficent all found their ways to the sleepy hamlet by the sea. But what follows was not really worth the wait. Oh, that, that kind of hints into how you guys feel about it already. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, the show, I mean, it's still fun. I still enjoy it. It's 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 feeling a little bit war, uh, road weary right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm going to send this directly to G only because on our way here, G was like, oh, my God, I'm probably going to agree with Mike. But I know how I feel already about um, Once Upon a Time. 
So yeah. and, and she seemed very passionate too. That's why I want to put her on the spot first. <gasps> <laughs> Look, uh, to me, I feel like the writers are losing the way of of this whole entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, Once upon a time, what what started out was going to be very promising with Elsa. Um, but I really feel like they basically decided to rush the whole Frozen characters, mm-hmm. Elsa, uh, Anna, Kristoff, just because during that time, that's when the movie just came out. Yep. Right. You know, so they basically, once it's hot on fire, they want to go ahead and put it out. Um, do I feel like it lived up to the expectations? No. Do what bothered me on that first half of the season, why is everybody related to somebody? Yeah, I mean, well, that gets a little bit old. Also, I mean, with the first se- first part of the season, the Ice Queen story was just flat. Yeah. Like, I didn't really care no. about her ultimate goal and sisters and being loved. And I mean, it's it's a cute story, but it wasn't interesting. You know? No, it well, wasn't. But when we talked, when we had you on the last time, it was for the end of the season when we were mm-hmm. talking about it so that we just had the reveal of the blue liquid and we saw it was Elsa. Right. Like I said then, remember, the Disney movie had just come out only months before that. Yep. So I, it felt like that end to that show was very vague because they didn't know that that, show was, that movie was going to be a hit. Right. So they had to have written this out already. They had to written out most of things, but they probably didn't know exactly where they were going. Right. And it felt like that. It felt like they didn't really, it wasn't like we've been waiting to write this story. It felt like, well, Elsa's really popular. This will get us some new people watching. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you okay. know, because like I said, if that movie had flopped, then she certainly would not have been um, a character in, you know, for the next season, for this season. Right. So it just felt like, well, she's popular now, throw her in with the, the CGI effects and then we'll go from there, you know. And I did mention that um, I hope that the Ice Queen does make an appearance, you know, but how they written how they wrote it for her it was just it did not make anything really relevant no nah, it, it just it just like i said it just felt like it really I, felt like they I were pushing away. their well they felt like they were really pushing their frozen product line it, it, yeah. it, it didn't it, it, it felt like i mean and who knows maybe this is how it went it felt like disney was like hey your show's been great love what you're doing want you to keep doing your own thoughts how about frozen well it doesn't really fit i said how about frozen <laughs> really not what i said frozen <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like Mickey Mouse just kicked them in the nuts <laughs> over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are killing me with Mickey Mouse shit. <laughs> that reminds me of, of the South Park episode. Oh, with, with the, the Joe and this brothers. Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. But that's, that's what it was like, though, because you know, it just it didn't feel organic to the actual. It didn't feel like the natural progression of where it should go. No, no. not at all. It's not almost, at all. And I don't want to talk about it too much, but Transformers, when their movie came out in 1986, the cartoon version, they killed off all their characters, bring brand new characters because mm-hmm. they had a new toy line coming out. So it's yeah. not. It's very familiar, yeah. and, and it didn't. And for that movie, even though I love that movie, it still didn't fit. Also, so it sounds like for this, it, it was just like okay, let's just throw that in there because yeah. we have Frozen. And like you said, if it's only been months before, yeah, then then obviously they were just hoping to push, 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 and then you yeah. know, and then the second half is just the search for the author, and then when you finally see him, and then you're like, okay, that's it. Yeah, that was a that was and another story that just kind of fell. I I I don't know. I felt like it was interesting because. Um, I usually DVR the show, mm-hmm. and the last episode was sitting on my DVR for like a week or so, a week and a half. Right. And I'm like, huh. I felt no desire to watch it, but then when right. I started watching it, I was like, I couldn't. I had to finish it. I was like, you know right, what? Right, exactly. It was, it was good, but then. It was like sex. You had to finish. Yeah, you got to finish. <laughs> uh, but you know, sex leaves you feeling good. This one was like. You know, <laughs> well, not all sex has you feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This, this, the, the, the final end was like, really? This, yeah. is, this is what they're going to do now. Now they got to search for Merlin. 
and right. Emma's the dark one. I'm like, really? What? Yeah. Yeah. I've only they, saw a couple of episodes, and that's the episode I saw. Her, um, G and her uh, her roommate and Abby were watching it, and I come walking in. I'm like, wait, so Emma's the dark one, and these two are looking so angry. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it just all that time searching for the author for mm-hmm. them to find them and. and that book that he wrote with the, their quote unquote happy endings villains. was really just heroes kind of and lame. villains or yeah. villains and heroes, no, and he- then heroes and villains. yeah, and then it just went to shits. Yeah, and yeah. within one hour of the episode, yeah. really, and, and, and the mo- Henry's the new author. Yeah, I was about Henry's the, well, the new author. And he breaks the pencil. Yeah, well, the moment the moment he was still there, like after everyone vanished, I'm like, he must be an author, you know. And it was like, ah, oh, yeah. So Henry finally has a purpose to be here besides being a bad actor. He is a horrible child actor. He's bad enough that George who, Lucas who, should hire Henry. him. Oh, oh, he's, a, he's the, the boy. boy. He's the boy. He's, a, he's the only um, boy in the show. Yeah. He's yeah. the little big boy. Yeah. Um, he's, a, <laughs> he's a horrible actor, though. Um, but uh, now, so what do we think about getting uh, Ursula Corella DeVille and Maleficent? They fucked that up completely. Yeah. They, they should have been individual shows, first of all. They should have been individual what was up with Ursula's outfit? Oh my she god! Looked, it looked like the fucking this. It looked like a whale threw up on her. It looked. It looked like. It looked like. It looked like she had the outfits that Beyonce's mom made for Beyonce, and even Beyonce finally said no. They, <laughs> it was just, they were tacky outfits on a black woman. Horrible. You know? The weave was oh, oh my that god. That weave was too much. It was unbelievable. Oh and then <laughs> Cruella's whole thing that. She's just all talk and no and nothing because of the authors. Right, she can't so kill she any can't living kill thing. Yeah. But I mean, but also the fact that like that stupid way that they decided to explain her black and white hair. Yeah, was that the ink, ink. the magic ink fell on her? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're like, we don't know what it will do if it gets on a person. And then it didn't do anything besides color her hair. And I'm like, really, that was the worst thing that happens to this ink, and you made that an actual plot point. <laughs> <laughs> she was already psychotic, killing yeah. her mother. Yeah, so I mean, it was just, I, I just thought that they really did disservice. Also, the fact that they tried to make Cruella, Cruella a witch was just stupid because she wasn't. She was just a, an evil woman, you know? Yeah. She, she was a bitch. They made her, exactly. they she, gave they her the, powers for no the reason. Yeah. They gave her powers yeah. for no reason. Yeah, and they were like, she controls dogs. I'm like, well, if she controlled dogs, no, she, she wouldn't she, have had any trouble. She, she controls any animal. animal yeah. Right, Animals. but I'm just saying, but if she could control dogs, she wouldn't have had any problem getting 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. In fact, she had a Dalmatian do her bidding. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> you true. know? Um, so, yeah, it was just. I just felt bad. I mean, Ursula, because when they first hinted, not hinted, but even showed you a little taste of Ursula, remember? Mm-hmm. In the original, um, what's the story? Uh, little Mermaid storytelling yeah. from season two. It was a different It one. was just, yeah, I mean, well, well, you had, you she saw. She was on the, the um, on the wall. Right. When well, you saw, she kind of looked they, like. No, they actually explained that. They, um, she, Ursula, we know that we saw the black lady. She's named after the god Ursula. Right. She's oh, that's not right. really the real Ursula. That's right. I forgot about that. She, she was named after the god Ursula. But they should she have, was a mermaid first. Right. That's right. And they should have just kept, they should have just gone with the real Ursula. And she just had, she should have just had her own show. I mean, think about it. They are on a, a place that's near water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about a villain. Right. <laughs> like somebody that's actually attack. I mean, like it's like kind of like a bad sci-fi movie, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. this yeah. thing that's actually able to attack and control from the water would be amazing in a seaside town. That would be a wonderful story, right? You know? But they completely fucked that up. They, and they, the fact they that they the gave, yeah. okay, Ursula was a mermaid at first, and then she decided to take um, her dad's. Um, oh my god! Not the scepter. Yes. No, no, uh, try to try it. Um, and created her mermo, uh, mermo, mermaid legs um, into an octopus. But how they, this is what bothered me. The fact that they gave Ariel's story from The Little Mermaid to Ursula. Right. Yeah, it was wow. really weird. Like, you know, I gave up my singing voice, stuff like that. Yeah, I just thought that was a little bit too forced. I also, 
the Maleficent story just kind of fell apart. Yeah. yeah like, it it's did. like, I hate you all. And somehow she was like the most powerful besides the dark one. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'll, I don't understand how that works. But. She's a dragon, man. But, 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 but now, did they tie it in any way close to the movie or did they no, get it separate? No, 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 no. So they no, got no, totally no. separate. No, not to any story. She, well, they, this was just their version of Maleficent. And that's fine. Her, her name's Maleficent. And that's, that's the only thing they have in yeah, common. Yeah, they, like they're, they're saying that the only reason she was so evil towards the people in the town was because of what Charming and Snow White did to her daughter. Right. They basically, they were afraid that um, because of something that the author had said that they didn't know he was author at the time, that their daughter could either be good or evil, like anybody could right. be. They decided to guarantee her being good, so they had to put the evil somewhere, and that evil they put into Maleficent's egg, which also I didn't like the fact that Maleficent was a dragon. I mean, Maleficent was always a sorceress that could then use her magics to turn into a beast. And in this case, a dragon, something fierce. They basically made that she is a dragon that's really kind of assuming human form almost, really. Yeah. Right. That's more like what it's like, you know. So, uh, you know, but I mean, then the fact that she was like, I hate you all, kill you all too. Eh. I'm like, <laughs> really? You got over that, you know. <laughs> well, you help me find my daughter. Yes, we will do anything yeah. for you. Yeah. Oh and the fact God. that this was all somehow part of Gold's plan, I just thought it was too overly complicated. Like, his plan was overly complicated for no reason. Right. Like, I'll send this. I'll send this, this, that, and the other thing, and that'll do that. And then, well, well, Emma still didn't turn evil. But what about just um, hanging with Lily? Lilith will do that. And I'm like, I don't understand your plan. Let me throw a curveball out there before I move to, to the last show. Um, did the way it ended kind of, I saw the way my wife and, and her best friend reacted. Did the way it ended kind of discourage you to come, out, to come back to the next season? No, I'm not no. discouraged. I'm just not excited. It actually it makes you want to know what's going to happen. It's like, yeah. how the hell are they going to tie this up? But you're yeah, not like... It's quite a shit show. How are yeah. they going to fix this shit right. show? Exactly. You're not like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah. It's more like, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> I, I need to know what's going to happen. But also, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, I don't want another ridiculous, out of the blue, for no reason, curveball. Regina has basically made her redemption. Right. Gold, he tries. He does try. And the fact that now his heart is white, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if that's going to be his redemption or that his, he's now good, fine or whatever. I don't care about that. My point is, this feels like the end of your series, and it should be. Okay. You've, 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 you've hit everything you hit. If mm -hmm. his evil is out of him, let him make his decisions. Let them figure out how to destroy the Dark One's evil energy. Regina's had her redemption. There's nothing left. Let everybody ha live happily ever after. You heard it here. Mike said it. End the series. Next time. <laughs> I'm no, I'm, I'm good. I mean, it, it really is. They, they, I mean, and not in a mean way. I mean, they're... You feel unless like unless they do this, something fresh, they run is, this course. Right, they have done everything they need to do. Okay, end it. You know, all there's right. nothing wrong with that. All right, and now for the money shot of all shows. Oh, you notice he didn't ask us for any one-word review of this. <laughs> okay, stop that for a second. What's your one-word review? Are we going to share one again? Oh, now you're interested. <laughs> my my one word would be uh, waiting. <laughs> Hopeful. Hopeful. <laughs> Ralph. Yeah. It's not even a word. Onomatopoeia. Uh, <laughs> G. <laughs> there you go. So, wow. We'll just go with Mike. Hopeful. Hopeful. Let's okay. just go with hopeful. Well, let's get back to a real show. Hopefully money shot time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the money shot of all shows. Let's talk about the Flash. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> I love Flash Gordon. I cannot wait to whoa, talk about whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not 1980. <laughs> Flash. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> that was really bad. Freddie Mercury's coming back from the grave on that one. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Johannes. If you've heard this part already, please hit me up on Instagram and try to try not to make the joke that bad, please. <laughs> Just let me know. All right, so Flash. Oh, great show. 
best of all shows in my opinion. And great with, season. And with a synopsis of this great season. And it's the first season, which makes it so amazing, is MFG, Mike the Gab Guy. The show sucks. <laughs> Fuck you all. No, I'm kidding. All right. After being exposed to strange energies, crime forensic analyst Barry Allen obtained the power to move faster than a cop's speeding bullet looking for a black victim in Baltimore. What? Oh, fuck. Damn fast. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no, no. Gong. That's a fucking gong. A gong. A gong. Fine. There we go. That's over the line. I didn't say it wasn't funny. I just said it was over the line. <laughs> Anyhow, Anyhow, assisted by Future Vibe, Future Killer Frost and current future Reverse Flash, our hero struggle, struggles with forbidden love and the inability to take guns from three run-of-the-mill thieves and murderers. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Let's go. Season one. Flash. Um, from beginning to end, a lot more fun. I mean, different tone than Arrow, which shows that, you know, DC says, you know what? Our shows can't don't have to be carbon copy. They can be different. They can live in the same universe and be different fun all around maybe i'm being a hater on this part i don't believe dc actually makes these decisions i okay. think no. i mean personally i don't think because let's put it this way we see what dc puts control of their comic book world right <laughs> i don't <laughs> i refuse to give them the, the right that they but, have but, actual but, vision here but hold on <laughs> you know? but, but you know who's in charge of the tv world Valenti is doing most of their stuff not only him jeff johns Really? Jeff, Jeff Johns is, is is running that whole tv division oh, okay and that makes sense because jeff johns is one of the best DC writers that came out of, out of that 90s and early 2000s camp in a while. That's not saying much, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but with him, so, so that makes sense. Okay, if he's in charge, he's not going to let that stuff that's happening in the comics go on. He said, okay, well, we're going to carefully choose our stories and carefully choose, even though the, the jury's still out for Supergirl. I, Flash was just great, and it's just yeah. so different than, than Arrow, but yet still part of the same universe. And yeah. when they work together, you can, you can see that a difference, but part, it just works so well. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, it's, it's enjoyable that the Flash is a lit universe it's not all doing at night and stuff like that it's and we had talked about this when we first talked about the flash so it's 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 a lot of fun i mean it is great to see it's great to see creativity and i mean again i am not a fan of every episode of flash by any means i love the series do we not have but but everything (laughs) and again i love wentworth miller i love dominic purcell I even love their performances over the top as they are. I mean, Dominic Purcell just eats the scenery as Heat Wave, and I love it. He's <laughs> so much fun. And Wentworth Miller is just such a condescending prick as Captain Cold. <laughs> but in the Flash world, with their non-meta-human abilities that just carry guns, every episode that they have been in has been bad. Yep. Not even lame. They've been bad. You know, like so. But take those out. Those I think three episodes, right, all together. I think now. Everything else has been not all gold, but damn shiny, and then a lot of gold and a lot of platinum in there too. It's funny you said gold. I'm like, is that gold or grod? <laughs> no, he, grod didn't have that big of a play that we, you know, we thought he was going to have. Right. There was only like a few end of the end of the TV series, uh, end TV show scenes where he would show up, like when uh, when he captured the general. Yeah, when he captured the general, and then there was when uh, the sewer workers were in the right, right, grad, when they the, were there, and then the uh, the actual episode where they use Grodd, and then you see him climbing up the tower, but then that was it. I right, mean, but but it wasn't that he jumped off the tower to attack. When you said that, it just hit me. I'm like, they never. I assumed he was jumping towards the Flash. Yeah, what happened? I don't know, (laughs) but you know, I'm glad they didn't make Grodd into a bigger character. You can save him because with all the things you're concentrating on, um, on I was say Zoom, on 
Well, yeah. Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash. Thank you. I was going to say Zoom. Um, on Reverse Flash, I think you couldn't do a big, big character. And you don't want to make Grodd like a side character. No. You, you want to make him a big bad. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad they kind of didn't, you know, waste their I, ammo on it's that. like they I just introduced them to... Yeah. Give you a little taste. Give you the tip. Yeah. They're right. probably going to yeah. make him use him better in, uh, in Season 2. Mm-hmm. And actually, because he was saying that he was getting smarter. Right. And they might actually have him start talking, you know? Right. Well, he, yeah, the thing is, even if he only talks telepathically, I'm fine with. What will be interesting, if they want to give pay homage to more or less the Grodd story in a way, mm-hmm. will be if they do a kind of Planet of the Apes thing, uh, revised Planet of the Apes, meaning that he gets smart enough and he now knows how to, to duplicate the experiment to a point to get more intelligent gorillas and therefore does start building his own city of gorillas, which is not the way it works in the comics because they were already an intelligent group of apes. Right. But like just, That's to give, do in it. other words, to give more behind, like there's just Grodd. Yeah. Like, that might be interesting to see if they do something like that. Right. That would you know, be cool. Mr. Mala <laughs> from Mr. Mala in the brain. That's right. That'd be funny. Um, I, um, what was I going to say? You just threw me over Mr. Mala. Um, okay. Um, let's start off with some flash stuff. Do you feel like, um, the way they resolved, um, um, Barry and um, Iris. How did you feel about that? Everybody, um, wait, it was all. Well, the way that, the way they left it at. Um, I'm fine with that. I mean, I, the thing is, I like the actress that plays Iris. Um, I don't mind their chemistry because of the way they're trying to keep it. Like you know, they're not together, and you know, whatever. Um, they just have given her some really bad lines. Right. <laughs> they, you know? At points, they make her seem like a whiny child. It's like she's mad that everyone's trying to protect her. Right. Right. And it's like, why didn't you tell me you were the Flash? Well, have you seen the news? There were like people trying to kill me. So you right. wonder why I'm not telling you that I'm the Flash? And you want to tell everybody. You work for a newspaper and she's trying to figure out who it is. Right. You're right. going to expose me. Yeah, well, no, well, I'm no, not. Well, she wouldn't have exposed him. I mean, <laughs> I, not I, mean again, right. I, I understand her point of view, but what I thought was funny in that episode when it was just like, well, Barry's a flash. And then it was just like, and blah, 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 blah. They knew. And what well, your dad said, my dad knew. And then it was like, and da, 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 da. And then when Dr. Wells killed the reporter, so-and-so Dr. Wells did the man and yell. I was like, damn, why don't they just sit down and tell her everything in one shot? <laughs> Cause she's just like, what else have you been telling me? You know, with, with the amount of people that knew, I'm surprised that she did, it took her that long to find that out. You know, As a reporter. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, God's sakes, Barry, every time they would capture a villain, he'd whip off his mask. Hey, hey, I'm putting you in jail. And I'm like, would you stop doing that? It's like, it's like you could have, like, the mailman. He's like, he should have been like, oh, yeah, the mailman knows. The mailman knows? Yeah, the bartender. The bartender well, knows? Well, uh, Jazz, a former former guest of a couple of times there. Shout out to Jazz. Shout out to Jazz. Who's also leaving us and going on an acting career for a year, you bastard. Um, I did, good I did, luck with I, that. I, I it was joining Peace Corps. <laughs> That's what it might as well be. <laughs> but, uh, like. but, but we've been using that, that whole thing as like a running joke. Like, you know, if you're late, you're like, oh, I was late. But well, the yellow man's responsible for that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's, it was like everything bad the yellow man <laughs> was responsible for. The yellow you know? man. Like, not the yellow man from I'm Curious George, right? Uh, no, that was the man in yellow. Oh, okay. well, which right. is what they call him, actually, the man in yellow. <laughs> Every time they would say that, I would laugh. I'm no, like, Curious The man George. in the yellow hat is what no, they call him. The yellow hat, that's yeah. right. Uh, G, how did you feel about um, the relationship between Barry and um, Iris? Did you feel like, you know... I was okay yeah, with what's it. What's a girl opinion? Girl. I, <laughs> I was okay with it. Um, you know, it, it didn't really, I mean... Because, I mean, think about all the stages it went through. What happy, sad, depression? Well, not knowing. Sounds not, like marriage. No, oh. I'm sorry. I'm oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> it, it started off with happy, just with the sad and depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, on. You can tell she's married to the cap. 
murderous, suicidal, maybe genocidal. That's, maybe that's maybe that's another cat, but that's not me. Anyway, what I'm saying is that No, but I was okay with their relationship. I don't felt I don't feel like they should have like jumped the gun with it or everything. Especially um seeing the future of the newspaper where it shows that, you know, Iris wrote an article about the flash, you know, dying and missing here. Well, missing. Yeah, yeah. excuse me. Birds of geeks. Yeah. Missing. <laughs> Sorry. God. Um, but yeah, no, I was okay with their relationship. You know, um, do I see their relationship growing within the next season? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, now that Eddie's dead, so yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's just like, wow. Iris, you know, Eddie's dead, so banging? What? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the thing is, though, like, I, I hope actually that they don't concentrate on that in season two. I mean, like, I don't mind him being like, you know, trying to be understanding, da, 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 and then trying to, like, maybe put the feelers out again. But, I mean, it's like, you know, first of all, hopefully the show doesn't tank and it doesn't do badly in season two. So if it's going to be around for a while, let there be for real mourning. Like, hey, you know what? I'm not even going to hit on her. The guy just died. And hit her to be like, I don't want to see anybody. Like, just like a, like a real thing would happen. Like, I just want to be alone for a year. Yeah, but, it, but uh, unfortunately, a real thing would happen was, you know what? Do people back up? So uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Let's start that again. In real life, because you're saying, you know, Maybe Barry needs to give her space, and yeah. or maybe she needs to take space. In real life, sometimes it doesn't happen, so that could be real. Right, but also, I mean, it just wouldn't be. It just wouldn't be really good. Right, but like I said, like you said, in real life, it sometimes doesn't happen, which means, of course, in real life, it sometimes does. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, they should, you, they yeah. should. They should. I mean, again, it also gives them a chance to not keep making it such a. Oh no, agreed. Like, like a Clark and Lana, like oh, absolutely. Like, give it a rest, dude. Absolutely, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I want. And then, like Eddie didn't just die; he sacrificed yeah. himself. And, 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 no one saw that one coming there. And it's funny because I, I was know. like, wow, you know, you, I mean, I don't know how people, I don't know how you felt, but when I when I looked at Eddie, I was like, okay, he's all right, he's all right. And I then, liked him. I mean, he was just like, you know, he's the he's the cute guy, he's a nice guy that was you know in a bad situation, you know. Da, da, da. But I mean, like he was never a dick, and and I liked him. He was he was a fun character. Not meaning that I wanted him to be around. It's just that. I didn't dislike him. Like I read on like the net, of, like I'm glad he's dead. I hated that guy. I'm like, I had no problem with him. I mean, he was what he served to be, which is this the third wheel kind of a thing. But you know, so that when he died, I'm like, I felt I was like, wow, dude. I mean, that's stepping up. Yeah. But his corny line, I did not like the the lines between him and Iris. I did not like at the end. What like you know, I I wanted to be a hero. You always were a hero. You're my hero. And I'm yeah, like, I was like, no. all right, just stop. That's all I ever wanted to be <laughs> yeah, no. was your hero. Right? Yeah, that line really yeah. got me, and I was like, <laughs> all right, you could have just died silently. All right. <laughs> I mean, it was funny because that was good. But going back, that whole episode, that finale was fantastic. I will say on the air, I cried. I will say on the air, mm-hmm. I had to fight back tears because watching that is just it was just tough. I cried. I will say on the air, these guys are two pussies. What? Oh, I will slap you in your bald head right now. There's nothing like to go back to. I'm a girl. I have hormones, so I'm okay. I, I, I have a right. To first cry. off, first of all, I'll say on the air, it's okay for a man to cry. Second off, whether you've lost a parent or not, to be put in that situation and think about it, like would I do that? Would I? And, and mind you, and and once again goes back to what we talked about before. His relationship, Barry's relationship with Joe is just so great that yeah. you're like, I don't want that to go. I was talking to someone else and I just said, like, what gets me with the relationship, and I said this again, and I said it even after the very first episode, um, and it's only been better with the whole season gone by. Out of all the TV we've watched over the years, period, I don't care if it's superhero or not, just period, right. their relationship as father and son, even though they're technically not, I mean, not technically, they're not father and son, right. that, you know, he's guardian to son, let's say, or, or you know, whatever you want to say. Their relationship as father and son is probably, if not the best, damn close to the best father-son relationship I've ever seen on TV. I mean, it their chemistry is remarkable yeah. together. I mean, I 
since the first one, I'm like, that's his son. I mean, we know they're not. And just like that's, you know, what Joe and even Barry says. And I, I like the fact, though, that because remember before I even said that, like, you know, Barry, a lot of times keeps referring to his dad and da, 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 and, you know, and Joe's kind of always been quiet about it. He's like, you know, you're my son, but, you know, he lets it go because he knows that's not really his child. Right. But, like, I love the fact that in this last episode, yes. finally, Barry was just like, you're my dad, too. I mean, and, and like, yeah, and it was finally like it, it felt so good to hear him say that. And I was so glad the writers didn't just keep dismissing that. You yeah. Know? And but it's between that relationship and then when he went back, it's almost like, well, what, what would you do? So I'll say just going back to the point. Dry, not a dry eye Niles. I don't blame. I don't blame anybody. If they, they if they got a little bit misty eyed over that, psh, I mean, the, the the writers did a really yeah. really good. But job. when he when he was finally going to make the run and he goes over to hug Joe, the I mean, because Jesse L. Martin is also a really good actor, and those yes. two bring out the. It's kind of like Loki and Thor. Like yeah, like yeah. Um, Thor is not a great actor, but um, Tom Hiddleston brings out the good acting when they're together. Yeah. Um, Grant Gustin and uh, Jesse L. Martin when they're together, when he when Jesse L. Martin hugs him. And the look on his face, you know he was about to cry, uh, you know, when he's hugging Barry. You know, yeah. you could just see he was fighting not to cry. And it was just like, yeah, that's real. <laughs> so, you know. What about this uh, two little reveals that they did with uh, Cisco being confirmed that he might be vibe? Well, I had even said before that somehow in that it was going to, you know, do it. But what I find weird, now granted, we know that there could be alternate realities. And, and I mean, I guess maybe that's the fact that Flash has changed that one day. I guess we're going to take it. But why would Wells be surprised? He should know that Cisco is vibe. Yeah. I mean, you know, think about it. He has to. He's hundreds of years in the future. He knows who everyone is. He knew exactly that Oliver Queen died at the age of 86. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. So, like, the fact that he's just, like, surprised when Cisco says that, I'm like, right. so, I mean, again, I don't find it a fault in writing. I'm just saying that, well, then I think that the, the time is already diverted enough, even in that one day. In my opinion, the only way to explain that is to say that the time already diverted enough because of that one day that Barry change some part of the future enough that wells is actually surprised by something like this yeah you know mm -hmm. and then the fact when we see uh caitlin snow as killer frost in the speed force vision well the speed force vision had a lot of things going on in there i don't know if you caught them all so I, you I saw a couple you of caught caitlin snow as killer frost right you saw the statue of barry so that's the flash museum which is really cool yeah. right. you saw his glimpse of the legends of tomorrow yep. right. two of them the team and the the iron foot that came down yep. also interestingly enough i don't know what this is leading to you think that it's barry visiting his father in prison but if you take a look at that barry is in handcuffs mm -hmm. and in an orange jumpsuit he's not visiting his dad he's in jail or he's at least been arrested um, and uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Um, the helmet. Well, that the helmet wasn't in that part, but I mean, getting to that part. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, so that was I think everything that was in the in the flash, visions. In the yeah. Vision visions, yeah. Yeah, that was everything in the vision. But the helmet coming through, the helmet coming Jake through Garrett's is just. I, I wonder where they're going with I, this. I'm glad I was next to my wife when I almost busted that nut right there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you because you hear the, the you know um, um, Wells or Wells or really Ebert Thawne is ready to head back home. And all of a sudden, you know, he gets ready, getting ready to get into the time machine and the helmet comes out. And I said, oh, my God, it's Jake yeah. Garrett. Which, which I'm like, was he just throwing it like odd job? Like, how did the helmet come through? <laughs> and he's like, what was that? That's my cue to leave. <laughs> which is also interesting. Like, it's like, why? How threatened are you by Jake Garrick exactly? But, you know, I would, what I think would be cool. Um, now, granted, they could do two things, which would be cool. They could go. It's an alternate flash. So it's just Barry playing two parts, yeah. which would be OK. Right. I think, you know what I think would be ultimately cool? You ready for this one? Go, Go for it. I think it would be so freaking cool because Jay Garrick in the comics has always been an older man. And especially with the time the flashes me, like he's always the gray hair is not like Quicksilver. He's actually an older man. Yeah. I think personally, his dad 
but being called Jay Garrick in that alternate universe because he was the 1990s Flash. I, oh, okay. To I have him then play the Flash from an alternate dimension that's older. Okay. I would love that. That would be interesting. I would, cool. that would be love awesome. that. <laughs> you know, that would be very they, interesting. There was I, I read this article that there's uh, they're hinting that the multiverse will be introduced in uh, the next season. Well, this alone has done yeah. it because yeah. I mean, this isn't time travel. I mean, by that point, unless they say this, this should be. It should be parallel universes. And what I love is that, did you watch the very, the tail end? I mean, after the flash was over and then uh, Berlanti was out there talking yeah. about season two, you know, yeah. stay tuned. Like he says, like, you know, we have a different way of, you know, um, getting more villains. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, you just introduced an alternate world. So I think that's a really good way mm-hmm. to get like, so instead of having to go through this whole, like, you know, they did this and that and the other thing, but just to be like, okay, these villains came from this world, this parallel world where they already are metahumans. Right. Would be kind of an interesting way of introducing them. Oh, man. It just sounds like Flash has a lot of potential. Yeah. And we saw, by the way, we saw Hot Girl in the crowd. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. It was, very, it was very exciting. It's funny because I know that Mike didn't like the, the episode before the finale, oh, but, but for the finale to, to, to hit like that, and, with, and, and I'm going to just paraphrase what you said when we were talking before. There was no sorry. There was no action for three quarters of that episode. Oh, you're talking about the season, the season episode finale. before. Oh, the season finale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, it, was, it was like build, 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 build. The penultimate build. one. Yeah, yeah, and then to have it end like that, fantastic. Yeah. Well, they they did such great writing that like you didn't realize that there was very little action for you know a good half of the episode, and you didn't care. It was yeah. just it was just wonderful. Yeah. Um, how do? You, oh, no, I'm not even gonna ask that question because that's a geeks on the go question. Um, but that ending was crazy. That ending was crazy. I yeah. mean, it, it pissed me off, but it left me happy. It pissed me off because it ended, but right. it left me happy because I was like, I want more. Well, I'm interested to see where they're going to go, though, with this because I mean, I'm like, all right, that's a huge thing for him to be like, well, it's a black hole. If I just run the other way, I don't think that's how black holes work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Barry, I honestly thought no. he was just going to start trying to well, see that's what if he, he said can he was going to do backwards. Well, that's like, what he was going to do. To, to go back in time, though. That's he has what to I get thought. close to... Uh, well, he's now in it. That's beyond close, you know. But what I, but I'm just like, I don't think black hole... Like, I don't think if you just set up a fan rowing the other way in front of a black hole in the universe, it's just going to collapse. Here's, here's <laughs> what his plan is. His plan is because um, they talked about how the, the whatever is formed already in the, the black singularity. hole. singularity, yeah. Oh, no, oh, like, oh, you're talking about the, it's like yeah, a the, tornado, but upside down. Yeah, right. yeah, no, but like the you're layer, talking about right. Yeah, the there's a layer of debris right. on there, so he can actually run on that. So right, that's what he's going. He's going to run in the opposite direction. Right, but I'm just saying that way. I'm not talking about how he's going to do it. I'm like saying that a black hole is not a tornado. It, it. I don't think you just run the other way around the black <laughs> hey, hole. Are you a quantum physicist? Um, are yeah. you a quantum physicist? Neither is Barry Allen. Yeah. <laughs> are you? But Professor Stein is. Are you a quantum physicist? And look where that got him. <laughs> he hasn't exactly helped the situation right now. All right then. All right. So one. Um, let's get a, a straight up rating. A straight up rating for Flash first season. Let's go for it. Ralph the Tech. Do you have one? Uh, Twelve fucking awesome Jay Garrick helmets coming out of a wormhole <laughs> out of 10. Wow. All right. G. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> I called you off guard? Yeah, yeah, you did. Sorry, uh, Sorry honey. 10 zoom, zoom, zooms. <laughs> <laughs> zoom, 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 zooms. Um, to the next season. Let's go. All right. So, so 10 out of 10. You got it. Mike. Um, I give it a nine and a half. Uh, Cisco will make that ring <laughs> with the Flash costume coming out of it. Out of yes, ten, yes, oh, right. yes. Well, I'm gonna give it six claws. I'm gonna give it a perfect ten 
God damn it, Mike, motherfucker. I told you it was a yellow flash. I yup, I told you. <laughs> See? I and, and knew I, it. And I told you that it was Earbud Thawn, and we were both correct. Uh, <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> so you were ignoring those damn Captain Cold episodes, you bastard. That's what I, made mine a nine and a half. <laughs> I, I know it did, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm a little more forgiving. And that's that a lot of forgiving. Well, that's not a lot of forgiving. Three episodes out of what, 20 something? Yeah. Out of 21 20, 20, or 22. 20, 20. It's enough that, you know, I just put it this way. I mean, I agree with the whole gun thing, but. Let's just hope that he does well in um, the spinoff. And and nobody else has any guns in in, in that show. The only thing I was unhappy about with the season at all is that, and because the thing is, Barry is smart. And like some episodes, they would have him actually be smart, which I was happy about because that is the thing. Barry is Barry is the one that figured out how to do all of this stuff, right? um, On his own in the comics, the fact that like the Reverse Flash, Doctor Wells has taught him how to do everything so far, up to an idea of the ring. It's just kind of like, oh, I mean, again, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't take any points off for the show, but it's just like, you know, like Barry didn't figure out how to vibrate through objects. You know, he didn't figure out about speeding here or how to go through time, which he did through accident. You know, he had right. to be shown everything and including the ring. And I was like, I mean, it's great, but I'm like, oh, I, I kind of wanted Barry to be able to figure out something. He's acting like Wally West, the fucking idiot that he wow. is. Yeah, Troy, I said it. I said that Wally West is an idiot. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so with that, there you have it. A review of six, count them, six great television shows or six comic book shows that are trying to be great. But that one definitely is. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. Now I'm worried, Gigi. Okay. <laughs> Again. <laughs> they don't know what happened. It's like the alternate universe in Flash. <laughs> yep. I was going to say the intro, but maybe Gigi should no. say it. Oh, shush. <laughs> I would say I give the quick questions, but Gigi. No, he doesn't because I'm the boss, and that's it, so and that's final. What's the so Diana is, Ross? This is Geeks on the Go. You guys have within a minute to answer all these questions. Or what? Or else you don't answer these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true mother. That's it. All right. So uh, let's put that timer on the clock. All right, question one. If you were in charge of rebooting the Marvel Universe and you could only use one hero and one villain, who would they be? And they cannot be rivals previously. Mike. Thor and Doctor Doom. Mm, Wow. Interesting. Ralph. Deadpool and Superman. Fucking Superman. (laughs) Marvel Universe? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Marvel. Get it together. (laughs) I'll take take an answer. Spider-Man and Magneto. Okay. All right. If you were the Flash and you had a chance to save your mother, even though it would change the past, would you? Cap. Nope. I, um, things happen for a reason. You no. heard that, Gloria? Wow. <laughs> wow. Dead. Too many paradoxes. Couldn't handle it. And Mike. Um. Nah. I mean, I. The life you have is the life you know. That's too many uncertainties. Uh, love my mom, but unfortunately, no. Agreed. Wow. All mamas got to go. Okay. Ant <laughs> Man's total earning numbers. Oh. oh well. Over <laughs> or under Avengers Two. Uh, tech guy. <laughs> tech guy. You have no name. <laughs> Generic tech guy one. <laughs> You're an ensign in Star Trek. <laughs> At least I'm number one. If I'm not, I'm not a red shirt though, right? Not a red shirt. Right, no pretty name. much. You have no name. You're a red shirt. <laughs> oh crap! Stop delaying. Uh, uh, oh, under, under Avengers two. Under Avengers two. Yeah, definitely under. Finance guy. I say the no, it'll be high, but definitely under, unless there's some huge reveal at the end of the movie. Cap. Definitely under. I feel like everybody's thinking it's gonna be the Guardians of the Galaxy of this one, and it's not. 
No, no, no. it's not. Um, all right. And if you could join, um, if you join a gym that had superheroes or supervillains running fitness classes, whose class would you fear, and what will be the name of the class, Mike? Uh, well, obviously, Batman would be running the class, and it would be called child stalking. <laughs> peep and hide and peep and hide and peep and hide and, <laughs> and make him rob and peep and hide and peep and hide. Oh, my God. Damn. Damn. Uh, Cap. Okay. The class I'd fear, Mephisto Squadamania. Your ass will be on fire one way or another. <laughs> Bet your soul on it. Ralph. <laughs> oh lord see what happens when I'm on geeks on the go <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know uh, Wonder Woman's bondage class oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to tell me a really? lie I dare you. Well, you you do know that the, the original creator of Wonder Woman was into S&M right Yes. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, which I was going to buy that book But for that's you, not but. a fitness class. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's it, more of a sex slave. I mean, like in the on, dungeon. Hold on, fuck that shit. Because if any time that we have a, a fucking universe where you can have a stripper class as a, as, as a class, I'm going to go with bondage also. Yeah, there you okay. Go. Yeah. It's the only well, time in the gym you hear, work that pole. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's and, a core <laughs> workout, you know? <laughs> well, wow, that's a pretty big pole. I was going to say, if he's big enough, he can hit the core. <laughs> And that is the... Thank you. Finally, I got one of those. And that's the end of our show. Wait a minute. I want to shout out somebody. Wow. I'm glad he stopped me. Go ahead. Holy hell. This man's all about him. It's all about the cat. All wow. the time. All right. When well, we know it's really all about me. Exactly. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, shout out to me. No kidding. Uh, <laughs> wow. If you can see how big both these guys' heads are, it's amazing. <laughs> we could barely fit in this apartment. Now, I wanted to say uh, two things. A shout out to Chris. You know who you are, especially if you're listening to our show, which you probably aren't. You better. I don't think um, so. But I'll make sure he does. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to give a shout out uh, for two things. One, for being our 100th subscriber, our, our right. liker to Facebook. So, yay. yay. You get absolutely nothing uh, <laughs> for doing that. Um, and the other reason to shout out is because uh, he's starting his own Facebook page and he's starting a YouTube channel called Android Espionage. That's right. Thank so you, So we'll Mike. take a peek at that as soon as it's more up and running. All right. That's right. Um, do you have any shout outs, Ralph? Uh, i like to shout out. You know that guy. You know who you are. And that girl and the line the other day. You They're not going out are. anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ralph. I mean, Ralph. Cap. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now we know what name she yells out. <laughs> yep. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, the, the only shout outs. I mean, it's funny because I wasn't going to go with the shout outs because we've, we haven't done this in a while. But my usual shout outs. Shout out to, to Bosch and Cheyenne over at 4 Life Podcast. Keep it going. Keep keep the good work going. 4 Life. Shout out to Big Kev who we're supposed to be going on Father's Day. Yo, we got to make these cigars happen. And also, shout out to... Very surprisingly, Erin, who actually said that she's listened to more than one episode, which I know. I'm, huh? I said I know. I'm excited. I, I'm very impressed. She was like, "I heard that insult." I'm like, "Wow!" Uh, all right, so I'm gonna start developing the Meanwhile 22 Pages quiz to test your knowledge on Meanwhile 22 Pages later. Which means he'll actually have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's on autopilot when he's on here. <laughs> what? We were, we were going somewhere? Well, you sound like a stoner right now. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of stone, let's stone this show to death. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square, we're off the tech, and the lovely Gigi, this is the cap saying, keep, keep it-, it geeky, guys. What? You just like <laughs> fucking taking that shit from me. I do. See you in two weeks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>